Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRB AFK podcast. I'm your humble producer, Boston. Joining us here at the Icon Studios is the uh, um, oh our good friend of the podcast, uh, Jamie Skull. Not a friend, no, she's that's a right. part yeah, of new, it. Yeah, new, newest member of the podcast. There, you, there he is. Newest member of the podcast, Jamie Skull. I know death. He's got many faces. I look forward to seeing this one. That's a weird introduction, but thanks. I, um, <laughs> um, thank you. I, just awkward. Our time being would have done the quote tonight, <laughs> but our time being is not good with time. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> also joining us in the studio, our illustrious host, okay. Ryan Shipley. Thanks, and, and it's awesome that you played My Name Is at the <laughs> as the opening song. My name is. My name is. Uh, white people. Very white people. Speaking of white people, the new Bucky's open today. What? Yeah, uh, in Sevierville. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Really? I, haven't, I haven't been to one yet. I haven't either. My friend, I have a friend that works in Sevierville, and she's dreading t- tomorrow and she goes back to work because... You know, Sevierville's already like a oh, traffic yeah. hazard. That is true. And that uh, Bucky's is right off the interstate. Oh, shit. So I'm going give it, to give it a couple months before I try it out. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I do believe, uh, join us here for the... I'll take fifth. it. I'll take it. Whoa! Back. No, okay. No, I'll take it from here, Cupcake. All right. <laughs> okay. You yeah. just sit there and look pretty. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are deaf, dumb, blind, or possibly poor, my name is Christopher <laughs> Wallace Kendrick III. I am a 10-year stand-up comic here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And if you're listening to my velvety smooth voice right now, it is probably better than anything you you are doing at home. So what if they're in their car? I had to channel my inner MJF. I get it. No, yeah, yeah, we get it. Yeah, MJF, yeah. like I don't follow wrestling that much anymore. Yeah. But he is amazing. He's the best thing in the industry right now. He wow. is. Well, yeah. I, love the, I love there's like just no question. There, there, there are, there have been, there have been, that, that character has been done before. Like, yes, right? it's, it has. It's, 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 an, it's an old character. But the, his spin on it where there's like this darkness behind him that like is constantly following him and yeah. like, Eating yeah. away at his so, soul. It's like, what the fuck is happening? And, so, and so, you so, rarely see him out of character. Yeah, no, never. Oh, he stays uh, kayfabe. The, the, the answer the is pretty much never out of character. Never. Yeah. Um, so, as Boston said, yeah, that character, like, if we're talking like a Ted DiBiase or like the snobby rich guy, that's essentially what MJF is. I'm Mr. Perfect. Right, yeah. Like, just, I'm the greatest, I'm rich, you're all broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But MJF, like, puts a new spin on it with, like, the scarves and the fact that he can say fuck. You know, like the fact that he can literally say whatever he wants. I'm yeah, better yeah, yeah. than you, yeah, and you, you know, know it. it. Yeah. <laughs> it also it also helps that like, like even when he does autograph signings, he's still in character. He treats you like shit, and people love it. Like yeah. they like like oh, people. They I saw up. one. Oh, like, yeah, a little it. girl was coming up to him. Yeah. And oh, he stayed God. heel to that little girl the whole time. Yeah. So like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. One of the best parts of that is like. Um, you know, she was she was like, uh, I think he like dropped something on the ground, and she goes, "Oh, you made a mistake." And he goes, "Did you know that your dad made a horrible mistake ten years ago?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And then he stops. And he was like, "Well, if your dad had a condom, he'd be a lot happier right now." <laughs> and then she's a little bit of a take back on her face, like. You kind of went a little over the edge there, buddy. I mean, to be fair, yeah. she did like go at his jugular. Oh, at the she beginning. did. She was like, "Your scarf is stupid." <laughs> and, oh, and he's good. like, "Good for her." Yeah, and, and, and he was like, good "This job. is a nice scarf. What are you talking about?" Yeah. Like, like, He's actually, um, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet, but uh, on TikTok, you say somebody had a little bit of like a, a clip from an uh, interview he did recently on a podcast. Yeah. And he was talking about, uh, he was out of character at this point, but talking about like toxic people in the industry that he had to grow up dealing with. Right. And that was kind of fascinating. Uh, well, the wrestling industry is not that different from stand up. It's really not. I mean, yeah. 
you travel, you, you know, you're, you're generally working with different performers every show. You're dealing with a different booker every show. I mean, at least if you're on the independents, like clearly if you're signed for WWE and AEW, you know who you're dealing with, but I mean, it's the same, it's traveling circus. It's the same thing. I mean, that's what comedy is. That's what wrestling is. So like when he talks about like, like the toxic stuff, I, I, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Because like both wrestling and comedy are basically like the land of the outlaws. Yeah. There's no real like checking. Like there's no real checking of like toxic personalities in like either industry. There's not like, I mean, it took took, what Chris Delia fucking four years for we realized he was a piece of shit. I can't believe he's just torn. Like just right now he's coming to Knoxville soon. Louis C.K. is too. Yeah. They both are. Yeah. When you say that you've been canceled, nobody ever actually gets canceled. Was you it, can't get canceled and then get nominated for a Grammy. Was it, as I've said before, uh, all you have to do is you go into the bathroom, you turn on all the lights, you say, I've been canceled five times into the mirror, <laughs> and Netflix hands you a, uh, like a, like a contract. contract. Like a reverse candy man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've seen Louis C.K.'s new stand-up special. He, he had to release it on his website because nobody would carry it. Really? <laughs> we bought it, and it's hilarious. Is it really? It's yeah. hilarious. Oh. We watched it twice, and it was even funnier the second time. It's one of those things well, we, that bums me out because I always liked Louis C.K., and I remember like a few years ago, I guess 10 or 15 years ago, he did an HBO special. It had like Seinfeld... Louis C.K. and I forgot the other two. Uh, yeah. Chris Rock and uh, uh, Barry. Yeah, and he was talking about like Louis C.K. is like every year when I'm done with the year, I take whatever I worked on for that year, I throw it out the door and start working on like a new a yeah. new hour. Yeah. And Seinfeld was shocked because Seinfeld's <laughs> used to just playing the hits wherever he goes. What's and the Seinfeld's deal? like, "What's the deal? <laughs> you change your material yeah. every year." Yeah. Um, but like he couldn't understand. But I thought that was something cool about Louis C.K. that he's always like adding new material. Well, I think it was but, even. Uh, I, I don't think it was that. It was that same episode or that same show. Yeah. But Chris Rock was one of the ones that uh, uh, had said before that if you if you do this if you go back to a city that you've done before and you do the same material that you did last time, everyone will still come out and see you. Yeah. They'll all come out and see you. They'll love it. They'll be like, oh, it, was, it wasn't as good as the first time, or maybe it was a little bit better. Yeah. But then, like when you come back the third time, they're not coming. Right, because they they don't expect anything new now. Yep, like you have to at least bring something new every time you show up. Otherwise, they're like, oh, it's, it's that show again. It's Bye. one of big, yeah. It's one of big, like Jim Gaffigan is well known. I forgot what the hang on a second, look it up. Hot pockets. So Jan, his, Gaffigan oh. always does hot pockets, and if he was a Wait, musician, that's what you had to look up. That's like his most famous. <laughs> well, I, I, I couldn't think of it. Um, Gosh, what's the deal with hot pockets? Right. Well, are they hot? Do you put them in your pocket? Um, but 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 that's the thing is like you don't go to concert with him and say you expect to hear the hot pockets right joke even though people probably go crazy right but it's not like a musician where you go there and you expect to hear the same music right right I will say though Gaffigan had to address uh, in one of his, one of his last specials he actually had to address the fact that hot pockets yeah has in fact changed their marketing because of him yeah. really like he actually had someone who was like. In one of the meetings, send him a uh, uh, some transcripts of how like they brought up his bit. Yeah, about how it was like causing people to like to kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm not so sure about this. So that's when they like, they had that big rebranding campaign a couple years ago. It was completely because was of the, Jim Gaffigan. Fuck Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> yeah, because it was like or just a, a damage control from Jim okay. Gaffigan. That's fair. Yeah, that's amazing. But that's the thing that's always find weird is if I go to like some like open mics. I don't want to diss on open micers. But there's a lot of times oh, you I will. see 
you see the <laughs> same the, the same people that will go up because to me what i i'm not in the industry i don't do stand up but the way i understand it is open mics are Honestly, for you to go there and to uh to work out material right correct it's not to go there and do the same five minutes every week so, and yeah like no i'm with you to the end of time right oh i agree yeah. uh so generally okay this is the way I do things. Other people do things differently in comedy, like whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the way I do things is, okay, let's say I have, okay, let's say it's Monday, start okay. of the week. I yep. wrote a new seven-minute set because in Knoxville, that's generally the amount of time we get at open mics. Gener- okay. It's like five to seven, generally. Um, I will do that material three times during the week, which is like Wednesday and then like what other days. And then next week, I will bring it back, but it will be revamped. There will be new tags. There will be stuff added to it. There yeah. will, you know. And then when I feel like I got that down, then I'll put that in the when booked open. Okay. You know, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. When booked on an actual show open. Yeah. And then I will start over. Are you okay with letting go of a bit if it's not working? Yes. Okay. I didn't used to be. Okay. At all. I used to be yeah. the type that would clutch onto a bit to the grave. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. why doesn't anybody think it's funny? Like, why doesn't anybody not think it's funny that Brock Lesnar survived diverticulitis? <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. It's hilarious. Hey, diverticulitis is a beast. It's not a joke. It is like, not a joke. Yeah. Like, that man was like, ah, fuck it. I guess I'll go in the UFC and win the world title now. One time, I had diverticulitis <laughs> so bad. The East Town West, uh, the East Town Mall's Walmart. Yeah. I was trapped in that bathroom for four hours. Jesus. At one point... I made a run for the magazine stand and just grabbed as much stuff as I could and ran back to the bathroom praying that the stall was still open. Uh, Wow, that's nuts. But no, but so in your past, you would be like, this joke should be working. Why is it not? (laughs) Yeah, no, I would. And it would be to like my detriment. Like, finally, I was like, all right, fine. Like, you guys don't like it. Fine, whatever. And then I'll just like write something else. Because you're not like some, because that's always bothers me about like people like Bill Maher, who if a joke doesn't go over, instead of going, oh, well, that joke just doesn't work, right. it just blames the audience. <laughs> oh, you can't, you all don't get it? Yeah, you all just too stupid. You don't know what's funny, yeah, do yeah, you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard that three times last week at the other mic. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah just, oh, yeah. Uh, well, and this obviously goes without saying any names. Yeah, yeah, Because I yeah. refuse to do that. That's yeah, not me. Yeah. Um, but it's gotten to the point where a lot of younger people mm-hmm. have been coming in. And it's very obvious that they're not in stand-up because they love stand-up. They're okay. in stand-up because they need, want to make new friends. Okay. And that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's gotten to the point where, like, they want to make friends while also alienating others. Oh. They want to be a click. Click, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, Jamie... You know, Mike's been in the scene. Jamie knows all about, you know, comedy clicks and yeah, shit. Yeah, I know She's too. aware of yeah. this. Actually, everybody in this room is aware of this. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten to the point where I'm, like, I have taken the role of lone wolf. Basically. Nice. Okay, you're the lone wolf. Okay. Yeah, like, m- m- most comics don't talk to me. Okay. Um, if they do talk to me, it's to ask the, the, my opinion okay. on their set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times they've learned to stop asking because I'll just be bluntly <laughs> honest. I'll just be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you should do, though. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I had one guy, I was like, oh, what do you think of my set? And I was like, was it a set? Because mm. you literally rambled for five minutes about how you get get a parking spot. <laughs> and nothing was necessarily funny. Yeah, yeah, You were yeah. just screaming a lot. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, no, and I understand that, because I, you know, yeah, yeah, my yeah. style does involve, you know, a little yelling. Yeah. 
but it's not all yelling and it's yelling at right parts and it's yelling with the right words and it's yelling with the right phrases and okay you know it's not like i was like i'm gonna go yell i'm like no this is where i'm yelling this is why i'm yelling (laughs) this is the whole reason for it yeah 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 you know and it's just gotten to the point where i show up i do my shit and i go home and you have you have a plan yeah like i just show up and do my stuff and i go home but they see that you get booked right yeah yeah, they're aware of it. Yeah. They're aware of it. Okay. In fact, one of them tried to shove it in my face. Like, there was like, oh, you're not getting booked at this place, this place, or this place. And I was like, oh, you mean those places where they pay you in beer? <laughs> because yeah. I did a show with Alex Stokes, and I got paid. And quite frankly, I'm not going to tell you because you might cry. Yeah, yeah. How did that show go? That was, uh, that was uh, like two Fridays ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was okay. good. Um, it was not as good as the first time we did it. Okay. Um, But they were still receptive. It was still a good crowd. It was still fun. I give it like crowd reaction i give it like a seven out of ten like yeah. they were into it but yeah. they were also into their beers okay you know yeah. what i'm saying it was you stokes chris travis and uh a guy named robbie sands okay he's been he's fairly new yeah uh but he's nice he is funny like i okay. liked his stuff and yeah. uh he's very respectful okay good and i'm not used to that <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not used to the comedy scene at all, especially with like some of the newer. That's folks. sad. Like, yeah. well, it's a lot of twenty something lifting each other up. Well, it's a lot of twenty somethings that think that just because they watched uh, George Carlin and Richard Pryor specials when they were kids that they know more than like oh, the no. established. Guard. No, 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 not not that, not that group. No, yeah. not them. No, are they uh, aping the styles? <laughs> Say that again. I'm sorry. Are they aping those styles that they've seen? Not so much. It's just like, oh, I'm a student of comedy, and I'm like, really? Because you haven't said a funny thing yet. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. You must not be studying hard, <clears throat> Mister D. They student. should take Alex Stokes' class. I well, agree. <laughs> I've said it. I said it. Before, oh, and also, but... I'll say Alex Stokes' name all day. I love Alex Stokes. He yeah. is legitimately the most professional comic in Knoxville. Oh, he's awesome. We had him on the uh, Comics Exchange podcast a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago. He's great. Um, I love Alex. Love Alex. Very humble too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like he is humble uh, down to earth. I mean, he's just he's a good guy. He's a really he good truly guy. Truly is. And he's always like he's always looked after me. He's always told me he's like you're my favorite comic in the scene. And that's why like generally when he's doing a room that he, you know, has never done, yeah. he'll book me with him cuz he's like Kendrick's the litmus test. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if Kendrick can do well in this room, then I'll be fine. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's one of the things that always surprises me is like when people won't go to people that have experience and learn from them. A lot of it is, I feel like a lot of it is just not admitting that just people have a hard time admitting they don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know everything. No. I mean, I've been doing comedy for 10 years. I don't know everything. Yeah. I know a few things, but I don't know everything. But I think that's what's helped like you and Boston Yeah, is that you both are up for criticism. Yeah. I mean, I'm beyond criticism, but yeah. I, I <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to take some criticism. I mean, yeah. Because that's the whole thing. With the open mics, is the whole idea is that you're going to improve. Right. Yeah. Well, and like a lot of it is like people just go through the motions. I mean, Nobody has any passion anymore. Like when they get up there, it's just like, it's like they're telling you about their day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's like, it's like, no, like, I'm not saying you got to be like Bill Burr or Chris Rock and have like this incredible energy, but for God's sake, don't just stand there. Oh, they if have no. If that's your thing, yeah. like if you're a dry comic. Like, like Stephen it. Wright. Yeah. Right. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine because yep. that is a presence. That yeah, is yeah, a yeah, presence, yeah, yeah. you know, like, I mean, you know, Dimitri Martin, like if you look, you know, dry comedy, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not even dry comedy. It's just them standing there. It's like if I was talking to you and I was like, how was your day? And then uninterrupted 
that's what you talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm waiting for the funny part. I'm waiting for the funny part. Because you actually did uh, kind of an ingenious bit the other night, like at one of your open mics, didn't you? Yeah. So, long story short, I was getting really frustrated with comedy. I just... I, no. <laughs> you took a little bit of a break, didn't Christopher you? Chris Kendrick, frustrated with comedy. What a new world. Like... <laughs> No, I mean, that's a running thing for me. Yeah, I yeah, constantly yeah. fall in love with comedy and then out of love with comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In love and out of love. I yeah. mean, I mean it's been my whole career. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But I'll still tell you. But it's like, I got frustrated and I was like, I was trying to write like some new, like, you know, like actual material. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I haven't done a character in a long time. Like, Back in the day, I used to character. I used to do a character at open mics called Jim Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, <clears throat> this is Jim Blake. Jim Blake is the all-American homosexual. <laughs> okay. And the whole gag of Jim Blake is that he's mainly a shit, but he loves fucking men. Okay, nice. And that's his whole thing. Like, I mean, what's, yeah. what's more manly? Yeah. Like fucking a man, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. and so so I would so I'd come up with like these jokes, and, and it was so different from my style too. Yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. Because my style is like storytelling with a lot of like random stuff. Yep. And with Jim Blake, it was all like one-liners. Like I would be like, um, <clears throat> "I'm a proud fucking racist." And that's right. And of all the races I hate, I hate the Daytona 500 the most. <laughs> Fuck that fucking race, right? Awesome. I, I remember, though, I had a bit at one point where Jim Blake talks about the kind of guys he likes. Yeah, yeah, He was yeah. like, I'll tell you something else. That Jeff Probst. God damn. <laughs> you seen him in them khaki shorts? He can <laughs> snuff my torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were like, Jim, 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 what size khaki shorts you wear? Jim Blake don't wear khaki shorts. Jim Blake comes in you. Like, that is an immunity idol in my pocket. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was like... um. There was one where it was like, uh, oh, yeah, my name's Jim Blake, and I'm homophobic, and that's why I own an apartment. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like quick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so you had the character. Silly, so you're just mad that it's funny. Fuck off. But Boston, like, why are you not supportive? My name's Boston. I'm not supportive. My name's Boston McCown. I hate when Christopher Kendrick's funny. <laughs> Only sometimes. <laughs> so anyway, so. That's all right. You can be a hater. It's cool. Uh, it's cool. Same way, so you had this, uh, so you had this idea. So to... okay, so this character. Yep. So I was like, all right, well, I don't want to do Jim Blake, and I feel like in this time period, Jim Blake would get misconstrued a little bit because this was around like 2015, 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so I was like, okay, well, you know, I've been on a big AEW kick. MJF is my favorite wrestler. I was like, well, let's do the opposite of MJF. Okay. Instead of coming out and roasting people, let's compliment people. So I came up with KWK three. The compliment heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, I wore a suit, had a tie. I brought, you can't see it, but I brought the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship replica belt. It's a beautiful belt. It is gorgeous. I mean, you know, it's any old school wrestling fan will love that. It was held by Ric Flair, Holly Race, Sting, you yep. know. So I had the belt and then I had JV and another comic as like my personal security. <laughs> So they get on stage with me, and basically my whole set, I had watched everybody's set, which was homework in its own right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Oh, I will say this, though. That night, there was a lot of out-of-towners and okay. a lot of people that were coming to prep for shows. So yeah. it was actually a really fucking good mic. Oh, good. Okay. Like, it was banger, 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 yeah, banger, yeah, banger, yeah. banger. Like, there were, like, maybe a few lulls. Okay. But it was one of the best mics I've been to, and I was like, oh, thank God. Where's the mic at? Uh, Scarface City. Scarface okay. City Hall uh, okay. in uh, Market Square. All right, downtown Knoxville. Downtown Knoxville, thank you. And um, 
I will say the fact that people brought their A game, because I was worried about having to watch everybody's set. I'm going to be completely transparent. When I go to open mics, I'm not watching your sets. Okay. I'm generally outside smoking or I'm working on my stuff. And it's not that I don't, like, it's not that I don't support them. I've been doing this for 10 years, dude. Okay. I can't sit and watch sets anymore. Because I'll just sit there and criticize and I'll, you know, get in my head. And also, like, I've heard, I've heard almost everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it takes a lot for me to be like, ooh, never heard this one before. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So You never heard my come on joke earlier. Oh, my was... God. Brian Shipley, I swear <laughs> to God. But I will say the fact that everybody brought their A game. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. Like, I could watch it. And I'm like, oh, now I can come up with better compliments. So, basically, I wrote compliments for everybody. Like, I wrote a serious compliment. And then I wrote, like, a like a, 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 a random, like, fictional Compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for example, there was this uh, guy named Evan. Never seen him before. He went out right before me. Uh, gay guy. Hilarious. Okay. Like, he crushed. And I remember the first thing I went up and I was like, and I, and I like used like a wrestler voice when I was doing it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. and everyone give a round of applause for Evan. And then they start clapping. And I was like, his hair is so nice. He could bring uh, Luke Perry back from the dead, you know? <laughs> and, then, and then he had he had a bit about his boots. He was wearing these really nice boots. And I was like, and by the way, those are really nice boots, but he lied to all of you. He made those himself. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> yes, he made that out of the souls of dead Republicans <laughs> so that he could step on their dreams one last time. And nice. that part smashed. Oh, awesome. And That's that was basically the gorgeous. whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I would just go through everybody that performed, give them like a real compliment, and yeah. then give them like a, fic- a fictional. It's clever. Know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not stuff that you usually see at open mics. Yeah, yeah. and it was yeah. fun, and it was different, and boy, did all the tryhards hate it. Really? Did all the tryhard local comics, they were like, God, I mean, you could just go up there and tell jokes. Well, I did, just differently <laughs> than you. Yeah. yeah. There's no, like, by-the-book way to do well, comedy. Yeah. So, okay. Thinking outside the box is what is one of the fun things about comedy. Absolutely. So. Well, it's, it's the only thing that's kept me in it. Yeah. If it wasn't for, like, the roasts when we had them or, like, me doing these characters or whatever, yeah. I'd been gone a long time ago. Yeah. Been gone a long time ago. Because I told myself when it stops being fun, I'm going to make it fun. Yeah. And that's what I did. I told JV, I was like, no, nope, let's do this character. You're going to come with me. We're going to have fun. We're going to do something different. And, it, you know, if all these little tryhards get upset, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. Like... When I, and, and the thing is, like, when I do the character, I like to stay in character. Yeah, yeah. I stay in character the whole time. You're a method actor. Yeah. And there were a lot of comics that were into it, and they were, okay. like, talking to me as a character. And then there were some who were like, yeah, okay, sure. And then they, they're just like, I'm not going to talk to you for the rest of the night. <sighs> and I was like, wow. Like, wait. Uh, like, how can we be in comedy, but you're so... Humorless. Serious. Like, yeah. I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I saw one guy, uh, I think a week or two ago online... It was brilliant. He did a bit where it's all dark, and then the the lights pop up, and he's wearing a cage or his head, and there's this voice over it, and it's basically Saul. That's what I thought, And Saul is forcing him to do a five-minute stand-up routine. (laughs) That's brilliant! (laughs) Yeah. That's great! Yeah, yeah, and he's nervous through the whole thing. I like that. I still remember uh, one of my favorite, hands down, one of my favorite nights of comedy ever was still when uh, uh, Evan Brooks... Came out to, I think we're still at Sassy Ann's. He just comes up to the stage with a bottle of Windex and a roll of paper towels. Oh, I remember this. And he just he just starts by spraying down the stool. He starts with like the mic. So you think maybe he's like a germaphobe. He's just doing yeah, like a yeah, yeah. germaphobe thing. Cool. And then he like goes down the rest of the stand. I'm like, that's, that's a little much. And then he turns around. He starts with the top of the stool. Gets all four legs of the stool. 
gets the bars between the legs of the stool. Then goes back up, gets the mic again, and then takes the cable all the the whole (laughs) cable all the way back to the soundboard. And this is a good like minute and a half. You can hear my eyes rolling. Yeah, yeah. At this point, Ted sounds like, "What the fuck is he doing?" And he comes back over and goes, "Thank you. That was my clean set." (laughs) (laughs) It's brilliant. Oh, it's cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't we don't get that. I think we don't get that much anymore. No, and I think it was also the night that he did the, the 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 rest of his the rest of his set was just the Eddie Vedder puns. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan is amazing. Uh, he doesn't I'm, do comedy anymore. I don't know if he does. He's into anymore. music. I, I don't know if he does. Doing any, com- oh, he's into uh, very very dark music now on his Instagram. Yeah, that, that, checks, that checks out. out. That checks like, out. Like it's all about Satan. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was not a God fearing Christian. No, 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 no. Um, so just real quick, uh, before we get into the rest of the episode, yes. um, it's our fifth anniversary. So we had you back and some people may notice at the beginning of the episode, we introduced you as Christopher Kendrick. Correct. And we have known you before against, uh, as Jay. Yeah, you can try it. Yeah. Um, well, no, I just want to always make sure because, you know, I know a lot of people when they change the name, they don't want to be like. So real quick, I, <laughs> I mean, it's created a really good joke for the stage. Okay. It's like, um. Whenever anybody calls me like Jay, yeah. I can always hit him with "Congratulations, you've dead named a cis white male." How's that feel? <laughs> <laughs> How's that feel? Achievement unlocked, motherfucker! Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, that, so uh, even with the name times, I was like, "Ooh, got a good joke." Yeah. Uh, but no. So, so the long story short is, when I was ten years old, I was really frustrated with the name Christopher. Okay. Because I was the third, and. I would go to a lot of like family like dinners and stuff, and you know not only was my grandfather uh, Christopher, but there were like three other Christophers in oh, the family. Geez. So whenever they'd say Christopher, five people would look, <laughs> and it just got to the point where I was like, I'm not you know I'm not different. Like I don't feel different. So one day when I was ten years old, I read a Goosebumps book called Welcome to Camp Nightmare, and in Welcome to Camp Nightmare, there's this kid named Jay. He's athletic, charming. Black, all the things I'm not. <laughs> right? Well, at the time. Now I'm charming, athletic, black, still working on it. Yeah. But you'll get there. Maybe one day. We'll see. We never know. But so I was like, you know what? I want to be called Jake. Looking back, no one argued with me. Nobody. Really? They just... <laughs> no one argued with me. They were like, yeah, Jay it is. Like, okay. yeah, Jay. Nobody said anything. Not my mother, not, my, not teachers, not nobody. <laughs> so you went to school and said, oh, yeah, I'm Jay now. Yeah, they were like, okay. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. awesome, actually. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Is that your middle Is your middle name Jay? Or no. Does it have anything to do with Jay? Nothing. My full name is, oh my God. So it either sounds like, <laughs> like an evil lawyer or like the lord of a house. Okay. Christopher Wallace Kendrick III. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. You sound like you should have died in the Civil War. I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so at ten, you became Jay. Yeah. So at ten, I became Jay, and throughout my whole life, you know, I went through that. And then, like, my grandfather passed away, and like some time went by. Basically, I matured. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. grew up a little bit, and I was like, it was like the reverse of last time. It was like last time I knew a lot of Christophers, and it's like now I'm like. So many fucking people are named Jay, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, wait, Christopher. Probably more common than Christopher. Well, especially, Chris, especially Christopher with a K. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. the CH yeah. version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt I needed to, you know, yeah, say yeah, that. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Christopher's a cool name. 
also like it's a way to you know pay homage to like my grandfather and our our history i mean my grandfather created the old city like he's the guy that made the place the old city he coined that name mm. you know and it's like and uh kendrick hall's also yeah yep. yeah kendrick plays <laughs> not that God one shit <laughs> well you said you wanted we to already black. said not by <laughs> yeah the name is all over downtown knoxville christopher kendrick oh yeah and yeah. um yeah it's that's really cool for you to like yeah. think about that acknowledge that no I and i was awesome. like you know what like it's time to grow up it's mm-hmm. time to grow up go by the name and to be honest the transition was really smooth like i i really like christopher i like yeah. it a lot and yes you could call me chris so was, I have a funny story to say to, about you changing your name when you were 10 because I did the sure. same thing. What? Well, I was 11, but um, really? when I moved from um, North Knoxville to um, West Knoxville, Farragut, okay. and when I was going into sixth grade, which is the worst time to start <laughs> school, yeah. when I got to middle school, there was, so my maiden name is Jamie Fox. That's my maiden, my maiden name is Fox. And um, there was another Jamie Fox. Oh, shit. And she was like, I'm just kind of mousy, brown hair, whatever. She was a blonde cheerleader, popular, super already super pretty, already yeah. established okay. in the school system at, right. at that time. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I don't want to be the second Jamie Fox. So I started going by my middle name, which is Allison, but I was going by Allie. Allie and my family yeah, like did the that. same thing. I was like, I'm going to be Allie now. And they were all like, okay. Oh, really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Isn't it? It's so yeah. weird. Yeah, and so nuts. I went by Alley for four years of my life. And I still have friends from back then that I'm, I still have connect, I'm connected to still yeah. that still call me Alley. But it's like two people, but still. Well, that's awesome. I know, so I'm, then when I moved to, um, after ninth grade, I moved to Charlotte. Uh, now I went back to Jamie again. So. Yeah. That would be great, crazy if, if she moved to the same school you moved to. Oh, my gosh. I would have been like, oh. <laughs> You've probably been like, leave. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> For the first four or five months that I knew Boston, he had me convinced that Boston wasn't his real name. Did you really? <laughs> did you really? So I, okay, I did. I never actively tried to convince anybody of that. Speaking of uh, names and legacies, I think it's so. My in-laws are Mormon, and so they do the uh, the genealogy stuff. And for the majority of my life, I was told that Boston came from a great grandfather that had immigrated from Ireland, uh, became an orphan, got shipped from uh, Massachusetts down here, and got Boston tagged onto his name. So my because when the orphans they would that just was a, that was the thing they did put with you with that city you were in. Yeah, and he he okay. also uh, he didn't know his last name or anything as as the legend goes. My my mother in law couldn't just send us a PDF of all the genealogy <laughs> shit. She printed out an inch thick stack of fucking paper. What? And paid to have it UPS to our house, Damn. so that we could go through it with some of my because some of my relatives were in town from a, my my dad's uh, family was in town, and so we were going over some stuff with them. And Kim comes to me after a while and was like, "Hey, I was looking through this, honey. What? There's no Boston. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Like, wait, what? It was like if if what you're if, this, if the story is correct, it should be this guy here, and his name was like William Joseph Kirby or something. And I was like. But, but but that would so we, we 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 can't find Boston anymore and it's 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 throwing me off. Uh, we found August though, the guy that I August August August. When, There's so when my when my dad was being only named, one August I imagine. How do you whole... spell that? O R G U S T. August. August. Uh, it was when when my dad you was being named. You think they were trying to spell August? I just. <laughs> <laughs> I wish name him August. They were, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. Born in August. Yeah, they were like, don't you mean August? Yeah, August. August. <laughs> That's what I said. No, I, I will say. You just will write say, it on the damn paper, Bob. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It would have been a weird. It would have been weird. But I always, I always love the fact that uh, allegedly, you know, of course, now I don't trust any of these fucking legends. 
Uh, Orgus died on his feet in a gunfight in South Knoxville. So I mean, he was a badass. Fuck yeah, dude! But kind of if know, your name is Orgus, you have to. Yeah, be a kind badass. of bo- boy name. I mean, territory. real talk. That's how I hope to go out in a gunfight in South Knoxville. <laughs> so hey, the possibilities are there, man. Oh, well, no. well, I need to teach you to shoot them. <laughs> I know how to shoot. Thank you very much. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, a you little know? southern in your voice when you said that I've too. Been, I've been shooting my hopes and dreams my whole life. Okay, I know how to kill those. <laughs> Right. That's amazing. Yeah. So we're going to go a uh, quick break real quick. We'll come back. We got some taste test and a smell test. Ooh, if yes. Jamie can do it. I can try. Okay. This very, is dramatic. Jamie could quickly. die. <laughs> but she's going to try. she could die, right? I might could uh, have an asthma attack. Save it for the for the. This is, <laughs> for the so yeah. I am going to go ahead and say that Jamie's uh, health and safety is far more important to me than a bit. Well, Will the health and safety of Jamie matter? We'll turn to it, come in after the, the break and we'll know. Beautiful people of the internet, welcome back to the second half of the BRB AFK podcast. We are still here in the Icon Studios. Everyone is back and ready to go and that mm, i love the chi- sorry the, the window's open into the chill just it's like, a nice chill like isn't it, it? Like it all right uh so we're gonna do two tests i want a taste test and maybe a smell test yeah jamie do you if feel I it start to um die just well we'll know. cut it off yeah i will be i will <laughs> we'll, we'll keep I will, recording I will, though i will pay attention keep to re- you no, definitely keep recording oh yeah, yeah no keep I recording. request yeah. that yeah, yeah. Yeah. no i will pay attention and if anytime you feel like nope you just let me know i will yeah. i will but if if I you, start to sound like... Will you quickly sign this like, waiver, though? Just <laughs> This waiver? Well, Jamie had talked about the like stuff with essential oils doesn't seem to bother yeah. her much. And all of Yankee Candle's products are made with essential oils. So that should not be a problem. It should be I a love okay. essential oils. I do, too. And that's a fancy brand of candle, too, yes, right? Yes, it is. Oh, no, it's super what, fancy. Let's do the candle first. What is this candle? So this is their... Um, I'm trying to remember the name of what they call this brand. Okay. Um, but it's basically like this is basically fancy white people candle. Okay. Okay. Because yeah. if you look at the if you look at the at the at the vase, if you look at the glass, like it's very like you know sleek, and then you've got the little top, like the top actually makes for a stand, which right? is incredible. Is really yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And a lot of the scents from this collection are meant to be more like relaxing scents. Okay. Nice. That like this is a tranquil rose and hibiscus. Okay. For example. So we'll go ahead. Let's just go ahead and do that. Yeah. Let's okay. Just go ahead. Um, I love these candles particular. I mean, I love Yankee Candle in general. Shout out to Yankee Candle if you're listening to this. Please sponsor me. Because <laughs> um, I would gladly scream from the mountaintops how great sponsor your products are. Sponsor a tour. I know, right? That would yeah. be amazing. That would be incredible. Give me a candle every night at night of the tour. Yeah. That would be awesome. So... Let's get a little wafting scent. If anybody wants to lean in, I, I can already smell it. it. smells really good. Yeah. It's not bothering you at all? No. Okay. It's, I, li- I really like it. Oh, it's good. Wants, it's yeah. really good. It's lovely. It's a, Yeah, it's a really like relaxing scent. We're all sniffing. It's Boston very is sniffing floral. it right now. We're about to have a seance. Oh, it's so nice. God, it is I love. very nice. Yeah, so we're okay with just letting it like Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, if it starts to bother me, I'll let you know. Yeah. Please do. Since we review, I, I think I will, out of five, I'm going to give this four out of five. That's a solid one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think, Jamie? Um, as far as, so, as far as scents go, the reason we're talking about me being uh, sensitive is because um, mostly essential oils are what I use, which, like you said, there's essential oils here. Right. So, um, Says it on the glass. As far as 
the scent goes, I think I'm with you. I'm, I, I want to give it a four out of five, and that's only because I think it could be stronger scented. Mm. That is fair. Yeah, um, that's, yeah. Well, and to be fair, this is what this brand, this uh, style was made for. It was like less stronger scents. Which is mm. probably good when you're burning it for a while. Yes. A long yes. time. Yeah. Oh, oh, believe me. At our house, we have candles burning all the time. Really? Like constantly. Yeah. Okay. That- it just makes me feel comfortable. It just makes me, you know, like I got into candles. Like, me and Jamie got into candles about two years ago. And we're obsessed with them. We love them. Like yeah. we, go to, we go to Yankee Candle once every three months and we will buy like 35 candles. Are you part of like a membership club? Uh, we get a huge discount. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, nice. Okay. And we'll buy like 35 candles and then we'll come back three months later. Yeah. Nice. And, and, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. We, we do it all the time. Like they know us by name. When they walk in, they're like, all right, get the big bag ready. Because <laughs> like me and him will just be like going through and just, oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. Oh, this sucks. Put this back. <laughs> you know, and, and like literally like people would be like, you are like the last person I expect to be a candle person. Yeah. You know, because let's be honest, like I'm very loud. I'm aggressive. Yeah. You know, like nobody expect like, you know, our Christopher Kendrick motherfuckers are today. We're going to have some tranquil rose and hibiscus, you know, like, 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 like pull like, up a seat. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hell yeah, I'll fucking fight you. But yeah. before that, let's let, let's smell this juicy yes. citrus sea salt. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, like, Austin, what do you think? I mean, it smells good. <laughs> that sounds like a three. I, I mean, I, yeah, I'd say I would say three out of five. Three out of five. It it is good. It is nothing that like I would want to go out and buy That's personally. Okay. But yeah. it is it is good for what I for what I've experienced. All right. Okay. So it's my turn. All right. Five out of five. It's <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> I love it. And also Yankee Candle, if you're listening, please, please, please look, look. I'm already selling the shit out of your stuff. I got somebody with allergies to smell your candle. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all and I'm saying. It, and it worked. And it worked. And she's yet to hop up a lump. I'm thinking about buying some. This episode is now titled Yankee Candle Presents August. Tell you what, Daddy Yankee Candle. I'll leave this here for you. I do love having a candlelit bath from time to time. Isn't it wonderful? All right. Now it's time for a taste test. By the way, I am going to leave this candle here as like a, well, consider it like a housewarming. Thank you. I will say that perhaps perhaps we should put the candle out before we do a taste test. That's good. Because that's how humans work. That is true. That is a good idea. (laughs) So our first taste test tonight is Doritos has a new flavor. Hot mustard. Yeah. Hot mustard? Yeah. Hot yeah. mustard. That's weird. So, New York City. <laughs> New York City? By the way, those salsa commercials are the fucking best. Oh, I miss them so I do really yeah. a rope. New York City. Get a rope. Get a rope, yeah. With his fancy New York salsa. It's so funny. My mom, you only try uh, one? Okay. My mom, my mom did a If deep- I get more than that, that bag will be gone. Okay. She did a deep cut of a fucking Bud Light commercial this morning to me. What'd she do? Before before I left before I left for the show, uh, I, 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 I said like I love you, man, in like a really long, I, I love you, mom, in a really long way. And she's like, well, you still can't have my Bud Light. And I was like, what? <laughs> really? Nice. Okay. Really? I That's you, amazing. I didn't know you even remembered those commercials. Um, this chip is interesting. It's very warm. It's very hot. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Wow. It's well, like a Chinese hot mustard or an English yeah. hot mustard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, uh, really good. Uh, it's so good. Oh very, my God. very much like honey mustard too. Very like, good. Wow. Like th- this is one of those like chips that if you gave me a bag, it would be gone in five seconds. It's really good. Like it would yeah. be gone. Delicious. Yeah. It's so good. Might be my favorite Dorito flavor right now, actually. You know I think what? it is. For I think me. so. Like I'm usually like a basic when it comes to like Doritos. Mm-hmm. Me too. Except unless I have like uh, sour cream because I like the um, 
the spicy chili Ooh, with purple bag with sour cream. I have to try that now. It, it unlocks something like, but um, that's really good. That is really no, good. that that's that chip's amazing. Yeah. So I'm gonna get, let's go review it. This is out of ten. Out of um, ten. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten. Okay. I'm with I'm with Jamie. It's my favorite okay. right now. It's a ten out of ten. Yeah. Like all right. Like it says it's a hot mustard chip, and that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that they got the everything you want from a hot mustard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. And the corn chip, of course. Yeah. I love Doritos. So. Boston. I am gonna to have to agree with them on the. Uh, I was I was gonna say seven out of ten, but then. That that only be because because I don't I'm, like I'm not gonna go out and buy a bag of these just right. because okay. yeah, I, yeah. I, it's not really my my thing. Yeah. But if you if this is the this is, they said hot mustard on the bag and that's fucking hot mustard. That's hot mustard. You, you did it. Yeah. yeah if you want job. hot you mustard, it. that's exactly what they're providing you. Now this other one I hope does not taste like it's flavor. It's ketchup, isn't it? Ketchup. Yeah, I'm oh, scared God. about this. Yeah. No, Jamie Uh-oh. and I talked about this. I hate ketchup. I, I can't stand I ketchup. I do eat ketchup with fries occasionally, but even then I, I don't Same. I don't like it We're on thinking, anything. I don't else. like tomatoes. Oh God. But I love uh ketchup. You do love ketchup. It smells like ketchup. It though. smells like corn chips and ketchup. Ugh. <laughs> All right. uh, give me give me one. I, I just want one. Okay. Definitely smells like ketchup. Oh, I god. Have, oh god! I, water. however, am from Canada. <sighs> These are big in Canada, from what I understand. Of well, course, they're uh, big. Well, I mean, ketchup, ketchup chips, ketchup chips, and all dressed chips have been a big thing in Canada for what's all forever. dressed? Damn near everything. Uh, it's it's pretty much a bunch of uh, spices as well as malt vinegar and some other stuff. Okay. Uh, let me let me look at the full list, but. I can't. I can't. Oh, oh my God. For our listeners. I don't like it at all. Christopher just spit it out into his napkin. I did. Yeah. So I want to I um, point out. I want to point out, though. Oh. Yeah. By our logic from the last one. Yes. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Um, does it, it, says, it says tangy ketchup on the bag. Yeah. It tastes like I'm eating. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. It tastes, it tastes like I'm just pouring fucking okay. lines so, in my so mouth. As far, so as far as uh, realism... It's a great realist. Ten out of ten, but uh, as far as me liking it, one out of ten. I'll give it a you two. Know, uh, I like it better than ketchup. And really? So, you yeah. Start sprinkling this on French fries? Maybe. Oh wow. Okay, but, this no, bag is yours. Not maybe, maybe Jamie needs to go to the Mad Kitchen. I, yeah, I might be able yeah. to come up with something with that. I, that would be cool. I actually don't hate them, but I would not buy okay. them. Um, I would give it um, because I'm surprised at how much I like it better than ketchup. Um, I would give it a, a four, four out of ten. That's, that's of fair. 10. That's right. fair. Boston. Oh no! I'll be, okay, again. If we're going, if we're going on realism, like we did with the last one, uh, ten out of ten. Right. Now, this one I might actually pick up because I am a disgusting human being that enjoys this flavor. Okay. But. Um, like I said, yeah, you can also get the, the, the ketchup chips from up north. So uh, I enjoy it. So I'm, I'm going to stick with about 7 out of 10 just because. Okay. 7 out of 10. It's fair. I can understand where other people don't like this. Who knew a, a tangy so, ketchup Dorito would be this okay. So the uh, Like you the, and the chip aren't getting married, but you're not kicking it out of bed. I just took a bite of the two of them together, and yeah. that's really good, actually. Really? Oh, really? Yes. So it's like the Pringles. Yeah. Oh, no. Yep. 
I, I took a bite of the chicken. Boston together. is trying this. That's so my favorite. So if you put them actually. back together, it's one out of ten for putting them together. Ten out of ten for putting them together. They're really good. So for me, so yeah, for me, it's ten out of ten for realism. I mean, I literally spit it off, hmm. and that wasn't being dramatic. I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle it. Wow. Hmm. That is interesting. Ugh. Hmm. Still, the mustard's better, but oh, by miles. Right. Yeah, that's pretty good. Now. It is time for a draft. All right. I'm really excited um, about this. The best part about this draft is we will not find out who the winner is until September. Oh, shit. When, yeah, but remember back in the day when the TV shows would always have, like, the season finale in May, and it would be something big, and you had to wait, like, three months to find out, like, yeah. who shot JR? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who shot I Mr. Burns? Like okay, so I like that. So when you say Game of Thrones characters, are we drafting characters from the already finished Game of Thrones series? Yes, the series. Yeah. Good. Not House of Dragons. So not, not House of not Dragons. Not the book either. We're, we're not doing. Yeah, so the character has to be in the show. And a friend of the podcast, Sarah Dean, will be our ju- judge. Uh, oh, who, who had the best? Who had the best team? Yeah, who had the best team? Okay. We'll all uh, draft four. We're going to do this uh, snake style: one, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. Right. Uh, we'll do four. We will. The first thing we will do is where is the die? Right there. Da 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 da. Oh, roll for initiative. Yeah. So see who goes yes. first. Okay, so it goes Boston, Jamie, Jay, or sorry, Christopher. It's me. all good. Yeah. I'm going to go with the underdog. I'm going to go with the person that everybody, uh, uh, I, I believe, personally, in my heart, that everybody has misunderstood oh, God. for the entirety of the show. Oh, here we go. Daenerys Targaryen. No, no one, no, no one misunderstood Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> She's just an angry woman. So like, right. She yeah. has been the entire time. I know. She has reason to be angry. That's true. Right. And then when, then when the people who her, you know, the people who literally within her lifetime ran her out and tried to kill her entire family, she she's mean to them and everybody's shocked. Fuck off! It was so weird when people <laughs> thought they just quickly had her do a heel turn. Yeah. If you watch earlier in the season, like, it was, I think the season before, where it was she, premeditated. Where she murders. It was premeditated. All those those people oh, that were like yeah. giving the surrendering. She she's been she yeah. She, there she, was a timeline to her heel turn. Mm-hmm. She was always but she was there always was. a heel. It's like literally it's it's the it's 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 punisher logic. Yeah. It's punisher yeah. logic. We were okay with it in the first half of the series cuz it was bad people she was killing. Right. Then when it was like maybe okay people you're like oh, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on. Is she just fuck Oh no, she's just fucking crazy. All right, fair enough. And then when she thinks I find this guy, he loves me, and he's going to support me as becoming the... <laughs> and then he's like, guess Friend what? Zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just like, hop, psych, bitch, here's a knife. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, that's a good pick. First episode. All right, Jamie, fantastic. you're up. Who, who are you picking? I'm definitely picking Arya. All right. Arya Stark. That was, that was what I was going to grab until she I was like, wait a minute. She uh, forced to be reckoned with, fierce and uh, bold. I'm and so excited. I I'm so her. glad neither one of you picked I, uh, took my first pick. Oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> so... Uh, I, I, I need to send you a I need to send you a gift that I made. Okay. Uh, well, I tried to make it a few years back, but then um, uh, it, it, like I lost it. So I had to remake it. But it's the scene where she drops the knife, stabs the Ice King. Yes. And yes. Then everybody, all the all the, the zombies start exploding and falling and, right. so and falling good. and falling. Yep. And it cuts to Gimli from Lord of the Rings. I still counts as one. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Okay, that's amazing. That's solid. That's awesome. I could, that was all I could think of. Like from the second I saw that. Scene, no, that's a that's, all I could think that's of. a solid first pick because I always yeah. felt that Arya's um, storyline from like you know uh, escaping the city after Ned's execution yep. to like 
you know, uh, riding with uh, the, the Brotherhood, yeah, with yeah. the Hound, with the Brotherhood without banners, yeah. and then the Faceless Men and Bravos. Like, yeah. she had one of the most complete story arcs of yeah, any yeah, character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fantastic character. Okay, my first pick is going to be Tywin. Motherfucking Whoa! Lannister. Okay, Tywin. Not yes. what I thought. Yes. Really? Okay. Tywin Lannister is one of the best characters in Game of Thrones, period. Period. They do him period. dirty in his death, though, right? I mean, they do him dirty in his they, death. But, but they had to. They had to, because he's a that. horrible person. He is. But he's a monster. I couldn't get past the way he treated Tyrion. Okay, first off, like, like that's going to be the major flaw in the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's look at, like... There's so many quotable lines from Tywin Lannister. Okay. Like, so fucking many. Like, you know, when uh, when Tywin sends Joffrey off to bed because Joffrey fucked up and talked some shit to Tywin Lannister. Yeah. He was like, the king is tired. See him to his chamber. <laughs> and then when he goes to bed, Tyrion's like, you just sent the most powerful man in Westeros without his supper. And then Tywin goes, you're a fool if you think he's the most powerful man in Westeros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tywin Lannister didn't give up. Nope. And the reason why Tywin was such a great lyric, what happened to the Lannister house after his death? <laughs> oh, yeah. It fucking crumbled. Yep. It crumbled. Yep. Tywin all Lannister, like, people are like, oh, he was so cruel and cold. Well, he had to be. Yeah. He yeah. had to be. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. running the most powerful house in the world. And a fantastic <laughs> actor played him. Oh, Charles Dances. <sighs> yeah. Okay. My first pick, I like characters that get redemption in a show. Like, that's mm, a big too. thing for me. Yeah. Characters that get redemption. I think they fumbled him at the goal line right. in his final episode, but Jamie Lannister. Oh, solid bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Solid that bit. is a solid bit. Because uh, there's a scene, I think it's in the third season, where him and Brianna of Tarth have just gotten back to the city, and he's telling the story about when he killed the Mad King, and it's just a phenomenal sequence. It's, yeah, it's really good. Um, it's really good. And I just loved, as a Lannister, he has, like, he's sworn to uphold and do all this stuff. He's also in love with his sister. Right. And I think at the end, the love of the sister is what kind of ruins him because he's Definitely. right there. But yeah, Jamie Lannister is my favorite character in the entirety. Yeah, I Strong. love Jamie. And my second character, I don't like the trope of raping women in the show. I feel like it's an awful trope that yeah. unfortunately is played out way too much. I agree. Uh, but I think that they, by the end, they I don't think they ever made her into a victim. And by the end, they made her a super strong character, and that's Sansa. Oh, Especially oh, yeah. if you look at Sansa yeah. from the first episode, where she's just like prissy and, and meek. Yeah. And by the end, what she is. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, Sansa. Sansa. I think Sansa has the most powerful story arc of everybody. Yep. Yeah. She had to endure so much. Oh yeah. My second pick is Bronn. Oh, oh love Bronn. Yeah. Bronn. Yeah. Bronn okay. uh, is by far my favorite character in Game of Thrones. I think of every character in Game of Thrones, he got exactly what he wanted because by the end, what happened? He's the master of coin. He's the master of ships. Yep. Right. His debt has been paid in full. Mm-hmm. He played the game. Uh, yeah, exactly. He, he played, played. He played the game the better game than anybody. Better than anybody. Because he was never the focal point. No, never. But he was never like the peasant. Yeah, right? and, he, and he was in like a lot of characters you can decide and say they're black or white. He was, he gray. was a very gray character. He was very gray. Like, yeah. like, and, and one of the best scenes that explains that is when Tyrion is talking to him and he's like, if I told you to steal a baby from her bre- from the mother's breast and kill and kill the baby, you know, would you do it without question? And Bronn responds with, without question? No. I'd ask how much. <laughs> and that goes to show, like, 
his whole like dynamic. Yep. Also, like he has so many great one liners and quips. Oh yeah, yeah, throughout yeah, the whole show. It's, yeah, it's like like when, when they're Fantastic, talking. Yeah. yeah, when they're talking about Joffrey. Uh, do you think dipping his wick would cure what ails him? There's no cure for being a cunt. Like. <laughs> You know, yeah, like, no, no, he's he's fantastic. And like, I love his whole arc. I love how he met Tyrion. Yep. I love that you know he fought for him because Tyrion's fucking rich. Yeah, right. That was his whole thing. He was yep. like, well, you know, he's gonna pay me. I love later on when Jamie gets his hand cut off and he starts trading with him, like out by the sea and stuff. They're like, you sure nobody can hear us? And then Bronze explanation of there's this knight, uh, Laygood. He's got thunderbolts on his shield. Uh, <laughs> right here, this is where I fuck his wife. <laughs> so if they don't hear her yeah. they won't hear us like no you're right he's like a character too that can just like your first pick where he's has so much charisma with all the other uh, characters around him yes 100 uh, percent. Bron is my favorite character i think also the actor that plays him jerome flynn <sighs> yeah fantastic. he was like perfect for yeah. that role yeah and that was the thing about Bron, and that and i think that's why he made it to the end because he was always true to one person himself, himself. yep mm-hmm like he even said, I love you, pampered little shit that you are, but I love myself more. Yeah. And yeah. that's fair. That's yeah. totally fair. Like, yeah. so yeah, Tywin then Braun. So. Okay. Well, my second pick is definitely going to be Tyrion. Okay. Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. He is maybe my actual favorite character, but okay. I wanted to get Arya in there because I love her equ- almost equally, if mm-hmm. not equally. Right. And, but Tyrion is just, I mean, he's a good person. Yep. That comes from a shitty family yeah. of assholes. Well, and he's been shat on his whole life. Right. And so, one of, yeah. And well, one and of he's, the biggest mistakes of his grandfather is his grandfather overestimated him because he was, exactly. he was short. Yes. Well, and, and, the, and the big thing about Tyrion is he is a good person, but he gets put in situations where he has to make tough decisions. That's yep. true. He does. You know, the yeah. whole Shay storyline. Oh, know, yeah. That whole storyline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, where he, oh, where he yeah. fucking kills her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but another great actor that well, played that. Oh, Peter Dinklage knocked it out of the fucking park. Fucking awesome. I love yep. him in everything he's been He's in. good in everything. Everything. Like, even if he does, like, a serious role or, yeah. like, a comedy role, like, he, he can nail it all. You're an angry elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think people have to, I don't care, straight or gay, you have to admit, he is a handsome man. He is a handsome He is man. very handsome. Yeah. yeah, he is handsome. Yep. He's a wonderful, wonderful actor. Yeah. Absolutely. Great pick. Well, it looks like everybody has gone with a strong lead and a support character so far. So, okay. yeah, that's pretty cool. I think uh, I'm going to go for my support is going to be Samuel Tarley. Ah, ah Samuel. He was on my list. I, I'm always a fan of characters similar, similar to Braun who they're like, yeah, I could fight you or I could outthink you. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Or I could I could do the research necessary to prepare and, you know, whip your ass. Yeah. To, to, to think above and beyond of what you've just, just going, stab it. Pointy end goes in the guy. Yeah. Um, and so those are always my favorite characters. Um, oh, I know my third pick. God, I hope no you take it. <laughs> well, for, for my third pick, um, I'm going to go with... See, you, you understand, there's was, there was a little part of me that felt really bad for this guy throughout most of the series of just, just getting friend-zoned harder than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's oh, tired. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. So okay. we're gonna, we're, since I already have Daenerys, I'm going to go with Jorah Mormont. Oh, nice. Uh, yes. To give, yes. him, give him a chance at redemption. By the way, another great actor. Great, oh, great actor. Great actor. Yeah. That character was a cuck the whole season. Uh-huh. Poor oh, guy. Just, <laughs> poor just, guy. Mm. Just, always mm. falling, just always falling short to Cal Drago and Jon Snow. Just yeah. Like, yeah. But such a good character. A great character. I loved, and, and it's funny he mentioned uh, Samwell. Like the boss mentioned Samwell yeah. because that scene was Samwell curing Jorah's uh, grayscale. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. So yeah. good. Like, so good. Definitely. But definitely friend zoned. 
Oh, yeah, oh unfortunately. <laughs> All right, so uh, that, oh, yeah. that leads us back to Jamie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Third pick. I'm very excited to be able to pick Cersei. Cersei, okay. I love Cersei Cersei's Lannister. a very She's a strong fucking character. fucking bitch. And I always damn good found at myself yeah. going, oh, you bitch. Oh, no, I'm going to be honest with you, like, when the and also, I love her, the actress. Like, oh, I yeah. absolutely adore her. And um, I, we, I had never seen the movie Three Hundred mm. until mm. after we had already been yeah. watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay, and, and we watched it. Michael and I watched it together. And she, what a night and day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah completely yeah. different and character. And I think that elevated her. She has so much Cersei range. In my mind so much range. The the episode where she gets revenge on the religious cult. And oh yeah, that's so loved it. That point, loved it. Such a good like episode. when she's walking out with the mountain set. Shame, yeah. shame, and yeah. she's leaving. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, it's so good. Or even like um, with the uh, the Martell girls. Yeah. Oh yeah. Where they got locked up, and yeah. and, and, and she like kisses her with the poison, and she's like, "You're going to watch your daughter die in the cell." Yeah. yeah, you're gonna yeah. watch her decay. You're gonna watch that yeah. pretty face. Yeah, and it's decay. crazy because it culminates that whole episode. You see the building in the background exploding, oh, and her son just takes the jump out of the window. The Assassin's oh, Creed jump man. out of the window. Well, you could tell that after Tywin's death, yeah, Cersei was like, "I need to step up." Well, because yeah. that's what happened. But and she tried. But, yeah, but she was like, you know, anything I can do to hold this together, and it kept not working for right. her. Yeah. Right, right, and it. And it's kind of funny, too. Lena Headey. No, no. Yeah, Lena Headey. Yeah, yeah, she, she gets a lot of hate, I think, from the fandom, like when oh, Game of Thrones yeah, is yeah. going on. People do that. Um, That's so sad that people yeah. are like that. Well, that was like the Joffrey thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Joffrey was such guy. a good actor yeah. as the character that people yeah. were sending him fucking death threats. Isn't that silly? It's stupid. It's, awful. Yeah. it's stupid. Yeah. Like, like, how dare you play your character well? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it's a story. Yeah. Like, relax. It's all fiction. Like, Ramsey, too. He got a lot of shit, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, he was playing a twisted character because he was paid to play a twisted character. He played it well. Played it very well. So, yeah. All right. So, thank God none of you picked my third. Actually, to be honest, this pick should be higher than it is. Okay. The Queen of Thorns, Elena Tyrell. Ah, The Queen of Thorns, baby. Oh, my God. I love me some Elena Tyrell. I think one of my favorite scenes in Game of Thrones, period, is like after the set blows up, right? And you get a cut of the water gardens and House Martell. And then Elena is sitting there. The girls are trying to talk out of turn. And they were like, we know you're here for justice. And Elena's just not into their bullshit. She, she's <laughs> like, she's like, what was your name again? Barbaro? It's, it's Obara. Obara. You look like an angry little boy. Don't presume to tell me what I need. Like, And she's so like strong. And one of them goes to speak up. And she goes, that's enough out of you. And then she turns to the last girl that hasn't said anything. She goes, anything from you? And when the girl tries to speak, she goes, no, good. Let the grown women speak. I was like, God, what a smackdown. Like, throughout the whole series, like, she has verbal jabs. And let's not forget the fucking, her last scene. Tell Cersei I want her to know it was me. Yes. Oh, yes. nobody has went out more gangster in Game of Thrones than Elena yep. Tyrell. <laughs> the best line oh it's the best yeah especially like when she she sips the wine and then when she realizes that she's gonna die she's like all right i guess i'll fess up that's when (laughs) she starts with like i hate to die like your son like whoa like (laughs) cold blooded so Mm. uh we go to dragon con every year yeah and there was a lady that would come as her right Mm. and so the year after the tell her it was me she had the the shades from the deal with it shades. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and she Fuck would walk yeah. around, and then unfortunately, between the next Dragon Con, she passed. Yeah. So her friend that was playing like that was playing Brianna was 
rolling her around, yeah. came and just had a picture of her as her character Aww. and the roses in the seat. Oh, wow. It was amazing. But yeah, that's, that would make me cry. That yeah. was the character I was about to pick. Yeah, uh, yeah, I had, yeah, I had to, I had to snatch her up. I was like, all right, Alita's a hot pick. Like, we can't just let her sit there. Like, yep. yeah. <laughs> so I need a heel. And I was going between the spider and Littlefinger. Uh, I'm going to go Littlefinger. Yes. Littlefinger, yes. yes. Littlefinger. Uh, yes. Oh. Littlefinger. I like conniving. How, yeah, so Just, conniving. You know, little, uh, little, little finger reminds me of so many people in real life. <laughs> yeah. That, like, I know. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you are fucking little especially, finger. Especially all the people who, well, my, my favorite is I know how so many people who think they're Littlefinger. Right. Like, in the same way that some edgelords think they're the Joker. It's right, like you're, right. You're, you don't have that skill, dog. No, you yeah, don't. You, yeah, yeah. you are not as conniving as you think you are. <laughs> no, yeah. not at all. He's so good. He's, he's very so like, good. Oh, yeah. Like, and you know, like the whole thing, you're like, he's not getting out of this alive. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. No, but, so it, uh, well, go ahead. We're, we're, no, you we'll, go we'll ahead. Go back to, yeah. well, he just, he just reminds me again of a, uh, one of my favorite characters from just all of, all of media, uh, General Tarquin from Order of the Stick, who's like, yeah, one day a hero's going to show up and he's going to kill me. It's going to happen. Yeah. Do you know what's the great about that? I got to live for 30 years like a god. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. The end kind of sucked. Yeah. But I still got to rule the land for 30 fucking years. Yeah. That's, that's a win in my book. I'm good. Yeah. My last pick was only in a few episodes, but she was fantastic. Little Bear, Liana Mormont. Oh, yes. I love uh, Liana Mormont. So Liana. good. Just a few. So my much. favorite is the one where... All the old men are like angry and going, oh, Jon Snow. And then she stands and goes, fuck you all. Jon Snow is the best. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and she has a badass uh, kill sequence when she, I think she kills one of the giants in the, in, when they raid. The giant kills yeah. her and in return yeah. she kills him. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Such a great I also, And I'm so glad that actress is, went on to uh, do other things. Went on to do uh, The Last of Us as yes, Ellie. Yes, I know. Yes, I haven't yes. seen that show, so no spoilers. Yeah, still so good. It. Yeah, it but is she's, great. She's fantastic. And anybody out there that wants to pick on her looks, fuck you. Yeah, fuck I agree. you. No, I agree. Fucking get over yeah. yourself. Yeah. Get, you probably look like a potato sitting yeah, yeah, in a yeah. sock. Yeah. yeah. So well, over. I mean, you realize most people that say that stuff are like, I've never touched a woman before. Exactly. Like, like come yeah. on now. Um, yo, I love Leona Marmot. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when her grandfather is basically saying, I'm not going to let her fight in the war. And Leona's like, I'm not going to sit by the fire while men fight for me. And yeah. I'm not going to have a man tell me whether or not I can fight. And I was like, you fucking go girl. Yes. Like, like <laughs> feminism. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's back to me. Yep, last um, pick. Last pick. Oh God. I got so many options. Yep. I basically had to decide between the two brothers. Okay. Oh, and I'm going to have to go with the Hound. Okay. Ooh, hound is awesome. Now, yeah. now, if I had a fifth pick, it'd be the Mountain. Okay. Because okay. I feel like the Mountain represented true evil. Okay. There are a lot of characters. And strength. And strength. Because they're, like, other than, like, Ramsey and Joffrey, yep. a lot of the evil characters still have some fairly, like, like good sides to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, like, like except for Joffrey and Ramsey. Yeah. Mountain has none of that shit. No. The no. mountain is like, I'm big and I'm angry and I kill stuff and that's what I do. I was about to say, could, can you even, can you call him evil? The mountain? He kills and rapes people, yeah. Yeah, he's, okay. he's pretty about, fucking uh, evil. I forgot about, evil. Forgot about yeah. the rape. So. <laughs> yeah. I like a hound, about the, the hound is a good pick because he's another one of the redemption characters. No, yeah, the hound, the, hound yeah. Is, the hound is my official pick. I thought the hound was... It bummed me out when they broke him and Ari up. Yeah, right. me too. Oh, God, I, well, yeah. I feel like the Hound... Because I liked what they were doing for each other. I feel like the, yep. the Hound and Braun were similar but different. Yep. Yeah. Whereas, like, Braun is willing to work for someone as long as it benefits him. Yep. The Hound, you know, there's the famous, like, 
Like, he's like, you know, stay here if you're a king. Like, fuck the king's guard. Yeah. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Yep. And yeah. he just leaves. Yeah. Another great actor. Another great actor. Another a bunch of great lines. Like, one of my favorite scenes is when Arya and the Hound show up to that little tavern where Polliver the guy that stole her sword yeah. is there. And, and Arya's like, Needle. you already know what I'm talking about. Arya's like, he still has my sword. Needle. And then Hound's <laughs> like, you named your sword? Of course you named your sword. Lots of people name their swords. Lots of cunts. Ah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, perfect. Uh, perfect. perfect. Great yeah. Well, just like Braun, the Hound was the comedic relief that you needed in the serious parts of the show. Like Braun, Hound, uh, Samwell to a lesser extent, um, Tormund, you know, you need those characters to break up the tension. Yeah. yeah. Something, something, now that you just said it, I didn't think about that until just now. Um, most of the comic relief characters, uh, second only, uh, Tyrion is the only one exception. Right. Most of the comic relief characters are all the ones that are like, yeah, I'm not playing that. Right, mm. right. I right. don't want anything to do with yeah. that. Right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll help people if I need to, but like, yeah. the, like, like, what like the Braun's going on over there? Like, like, Braun did play the game, but Braun never put himself in like the top position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He always made sure that there were a few people ahead of him. Yep. Whereas the Hound's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm basically here until one of you motherfuckers kill me, and the only reason I'm still alive is I want to cut my brother's head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, their fight at the end, probably the best part of season eight. Oh, it was awesome. It's yeah, the yeah, best yeah. part, I, I was think. on the edge of my seat. Oh, so good. Like, uh, yeah. And the camera work, like, like when the when the uh, tower falls apart. Yep. And, like, so you see them standing on the steps, and in the background, you see the dragon coming by right before, like, ooh, like, so gets good. my blood pumping. Yeah, this is all making me want to watch the <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm going to, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Jamie. Uh, Yep, we're okay, to so my last pick is going to be Egret. Oh, Egret! I love Egret. Who's Egret? She is Jon Snow's love interest. Jon Snow's red Oh, the, uh, the, the, the wild red-headed. person. Yeah. Uh, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. You know nothing, Jon Snow. And, but it's because she is wild and free. And they she got bows together down in real life. to no man. And um, so she and she's just innocent. she's awesome. She is the epitome of like she's fierce. She's free. She yep. doesn't answer to anyone, and she yep. wants to just enjoy. The, the journey of life. Yep. And uh, oh, so sad. Such that a she cool died. It's insane. And I knew she was going to die because oh, I read the books. Well, she had to And die. I was like, yeah. she had to die. Yeah. John Snow's not allowed to be happy. Well, no, he's is. not at all. No, he's not. And I would have loved if he had been, able, if he just yeah. joined her in the North and. Just the end. The what end. Some yeah. multiverse for, for his story. For his story, story right? Uh, some multiverse they are and together. They are. Okay. Well, they're together in this yeah, multiverse. Yeah, exactly. All right. And that makes me very so, happy. And she's beautiful. So before Boston says his pick, I looked over to see what it was, and I was like, you have such good fucking taste, sir. So uh, I think I'm going to go with, uh, frankly, probably the most religious person in all of Game of Thrones. Um, because he believes that there is only one God, <laughs> and that his name is Death. And the not only today. thing that we say to Death is, not, not today. today. Uh, Serial Pharrell. Nice. The, yes. the dancing yep. instructor. The that's dancing a great pick. Oh. Wow. That's it's, a, a, it's a really good does pick. He go I will argue, though. The, does he go along into the show? No. He dies okay. in season well, one. Okay. I I like to believe. Yeah. In my well, heart. dies in season one. <laughs> I like to believe in my heart. Now, he never, showed, he never shows back up at any point they, in the series. And they never okay. show his body either. But no. they never show his body, okay. and he dies off screen. So, like, yeah. 
they they left it open to where they probably could have brought them back if they want to, and then probably just forgot, like they did with everything else. That well, keep in show. mind that the books weren't even finished then. Okay. So yeah. Well, and also keep in mind in they've the already talked about they're going to be doing a lot of like Game of Thrones sides projects, mm-hmm. and one of them is Arya's story after it's over. Yeah. So maybe serial. Yeah, because they announced the Jon Snow yes. uh, sequel mm-hmm. now, yeah. which. A lot of those actors aren't really working right now, so they could be back into it. That's true. Because mm-hmm. Arya ends her, in season eight, the last episode is she's on that boat, right? Going off to explore new lands. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, I have to argue with you about the religious aspect. I think the most religi- religiously devout character in the whole series is Stannis Baratheon. Okay, well, yes. He is, everything that he does is about... It's like, wait, 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 I gotta melt my child to win this war? Done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As he's doing it, he's slowly putting away his dad of the year. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing, though, is I love love that... Poor Serena. I love the way that they've approached... I love the way they approach religion in that that series, too, because the only reason uh, that Stannis was doing all that was because it worked. Yeah, that's true. He, that's true. Like people yeah. tell me all the time. Like again, with with D, going back to D and D, people tell me all the time. Like if you're an atheist, why do you play cleric so much? You know how great it is to pray to a god and it works. Oh, the uh, <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. my yeah. first character was yeah. a cleric, and I've played six characters since then, and she's my favorite. Thanks. All right, so uh, I Melisandre was on my list though. Oh, I love Melisandre. I picked a rather a rather well, almost, almost very team of Daenerys Targaryen, Samuel Tarly, Jorah Mormont, and Syria Farrell. Uh, Jamie went with Arya Stark, Tyrion Lannister, Cersei Lannister, and Ygritte. Uh, Kendrick went with uh, Tywin Lannister, Bronn, uh, the Queen of Thrones, Olenna Tyrell, Queen and of the Thorns. Hound. I said, did I say that? You said Queen of Thrones. <gasps> Bitch. Uh, I mean, she should have been. That's going on. And the Queen, Queen of Roses, right? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, actually, Ryan, I think, has the most eclectic team. He does. Of Jamie Lannister, Sansa Stark, Littlefinger, and Lyanna Mormont. Yeah, so he has he has a Lannister, he has a Stark, he has someone that worked with both the Starks and the Lannisters, and he has Lyanna Mormont, who was loyal to House Stark. Hmm. Yes. That's pretty cool. Meanwhile, if you look at my list, it's like, like, Badass, 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 badass. Like, they're all badasses in their own way. That just shows how awesome Game of Thrones is. It's like, honestly, we have 16 characters right there. So, there's a game that just came out recently. Uh, June was a real banger for games. It It really really was. was. Uh, Diablo 4, (laughs) Final Fantasy 16, and the game we're going to talk about here. Damn, yeah, I just thought about that. Holy shit, there's a lot of titles. If you think this is about October, in the stretch of a week, Alan Wake 2, the new Mario game, Spider-Man 2, the Metal Gear Collection, fuck, all comes out. Well, that's the thing. We're not done with June releases yet. Guess what comes out at the end of the month? What? AEW Fight Forever. Yep. Okay. You're excited for that, right? Fuck yeah, I'm excited for that. Okay. Mainly because it's a wrestling game, but they've said it's an arcade-style wrestling game. It's not like the WWE 2Ks where you have to like study a strategy guide and all that stuff. It's like the old-school N64 WWF No Mercy, like the old games where it's like more arcade action. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it. And also, I love AEW. We're kind of so. sitting on it for a little bit because we got so much to play oh, yeah, to yeah, see yeah. what reviews come out and stuff. So. Oh, I'm just going to get it. Because yeah. like, cause like, I've well, only been I'm playing sure Street Fighter Six. Now, I think, Boston, you're the <sighs> only one here that hasn't played Street Fighter Six, right? Uh, no, I have, not, I, I have not played it yet. Are you a fan of the series? I mean, I'm a fan of... I'm a fan of like the lore and the characters and some of that stuff is interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. just fighting games in general, I've never been it's not good enough at the. Uh, That's I've never been good I enough am. at the, uh, the. No, it's not for everybody. Yeah, uh, I'm a fighting game person. I grew up with fighting. Yeah, games. same. Like, like I, I'm, I'm much more, much, much for like tactics or. Yeah. Um, uh, 
strategy. Like and my I, earliest memories growing up, yeah. uh, I grew up in Strawberry Plains, Tennessee. Uh, Strawberry Plains has three things: an elementary school, a trailer park, and a laundromat slash bar slash arcade <laughs> slash restaurant. <laughs> and every day after school, my mom would take us to the laundromat slash bar slash arcade slash restaurant. <laughs> She would get clothes done in the meantime. She would hand me $20 worth of quarters while oh, she got wow. drunk at the bar, like, plastered. And I would play Street Fighter Two, like, the original Street Fighter Two, for, like, eight hours. Oh, yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, like, one of my earliest memories of, like, gaming, you yeah. know? And I've been, a, I've been a fighting game player my whole life. Yeah. Like, I've, you know... I, at one point, I was a competitive player. Like I would travel to tournaments, and like, That's so I, cool. like the tournaments I was playing, like I would travel for Soul Calibur three. Yeah, like, I played a lot of Soul Calibur three. Yeah, uh, Mortal Kombat nine. I traveled a lot for those. Uh, Jamie, Mike, and I have played plenty of games of Mortal Kombat nine. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now, and this might come off as a very bold statement to people. Okay, Street Fighter six is the best fighting game to come out in the past ten years. It's been oh great. really? Okay, it's that good. Better than anything it's the Never Realm has done. It's that good. Okay. I'm excited to tell my actually my growing up with fighting games. Go story. ahead. Actually, you go it's ahead. It's brief. You go ahead. But when I was in middle school, I don't remember exactly what age, twelve or so, is when um, I started going to the mall. Yeah. And East Town or West Town Mall in Knoxville, and um, going to the arcade. And there weren't many girls that went to the arcade back then. Right. And so the arcade guy that was running the arcade would give me free credits. Nice. And I would be playing Street Fighter Two or Mortal Kombat or Mortal Kombat 2 eventually right. like all of those games I would just be playing 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 all the characters like I had my favorites but all the characters right. and it would be so funny because all of a sudden like the arcade would maybe be dead there's not many people in there all of a sudden a gaggle of dudes would come in uh-huh. and they'd be like because the games were hot they were fresh they were new right. like, yeah. everybody wanted to play them so they'd come in and they'd be like oh there's a girl on the game uh-huh. well we'll get her out of here pretty quick that probably yeah. didn't and happen did no, it no it yeah. didn't they'd start lining their quarters up and yeah. the funniest thing was watching them get more and more frustrated and and I wouldn't even like Chun-Li is my favorite character because I do gravitate towards girl characters because I'm a girl well, and yeah. she's good but I could play every character well, it, so it, when they started bashing me about being Chun-Li I'd be like oh I'll be Ken then yeah, fuck yeah, you yeah, yeah, I'll be or whoever. I'll be Guile how about yeah, yeah. I'll be Dalcine uh, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up with you're gonna lose regardless every time and, and they would start they would get so frustrated and eventually I beat them all and they would eventually leave and it was fantastic experience hell yeah that's one of the first games really too that was very progressive in the fact that it had all kinds of characters different genders different colors different places they were from yeah I thought that was really great it let people find a character that they could identify with yeah Yeah. that's so so true so me in Street Fighter 2 I was a Sagat guy were you Uh, Sagat who was Ryu's main rival had the uh, eye patch the scar yeah uh, you know, Tiger, you know, yeah, that was Tiger my guy. Punch. Yeah, exactly. That was my guy. But in Street Fighter Six, I'm a Marisa main. I'm excited about Marisa. Marisa's one of the new characters. Yes, yes. she is new. I, I'm in love with her. I'm interested okay. in Marisa. I'm in love oh. with her. She's I, so good. I actually played her once thinking I would do terrible with her, and I loved it. Well, I when we good. play tonight, I'll, I'll show you some Isn't stuff. Isn't there a Kimberly Jamie? is my favorite. Ah, I hate her. You hate oh, Kimberly? I, hate her. I, I think she's so cute. I, I hate love her. her. And I I hate I'm her. also back on the Chun-Li train. With so, okay. So Chun-Li and Kimberly are the two okay. ones I'm working on. Those are literally the two characters I have the most problems with, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> so yes. I, and and uh, Mike and Jamie could probably tell you this, throughout my fighting game history, I always pick the bigger, slower 
characters. Okay. I always have. Like in Mortal Kombat 9, I was a Kano main. Okay. In Soul Calibur, I was an Astaroth main. Yeah. In uh, Tekken, I was MMA fighter See, Craig We Marduk. have that in common with Kano. I was a Kano yeah, person yeah. too. Like in, in Tekken, I was a Craig Marduk guy. In uh, Guilty Gear, I was Potemkin, who was basically this giant undead mercenary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Street Fighter Six, I am Marisa. Marisa is six she's, foot ten. She's a tank. She's huge. Uh, she comes from Greece. Uh, her style is pancration, which is probably the oldest martial art there is. Okay. Wow. I mean, we're talking like BC, right? Really? Oh yeah, pancration is basically MMA. Unfortunately, pancration is MMA. That's basically what mixed martial arts is. You got it, Boston. Thank yeah. You. Well, I'm not listening to your crappy jokes, <laughs> but. You know, and like Pangracia is like gladiator yeah, yeah, style. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she's also is that um, is her stage the gladiator stage? Yeah. Okay. She's also bisexual and polyamorous. And I'm really? Like, yes. <laughs> like yes, I jokingly call Marisa Dami Mommy, but like, <laughs> I mean to be fair, she's huge. Like she's massive, and she's she and, and also I'm not implying anything because she openly says that she's bisexual and polyamorous. So. <laughs> I'm not saying anything wrong here. Yeah, I know. She has a pet lion, bro. She's freaky yeah. in the bedroom. Let's be honest here. <laughs> the uh, the one thing that I really like about this game is, uh, so my best friend, Aylin, right? Best friend mm-hmm. of the podcast. Yeah. Does not get out much, right? Mm-hmm. It's been a minute since I've actually had an idol get in and hang out with her. Yeah. And when it revealed that this game came out, uh, Mike has those uh, controllers, like the arcade sticks. Fight stick. Uh, we were like, hey, do you want to come hang out? Because she knew Mike from high school, but it's been years since she saw Mike. And she came out and came over and we played for like a night. We that's had so awesome. much fun. Yeah. And then we all beat the Turtles game together. Yeah. Oh, and that's she, cool. She had a rough time. She's trans. So and you know how the environment is yeah. for trans people right now. Right. Uh, but Not she great. got the courage to come out and say, hey, I want to go play Street Fighter. We had such a great night. So we played. I didn't fun, play Street Fighter because I'm nervous with video games. I mean, after like this, that's games. what we're doing. But he had fun so. watching. I mean, after yeah. this, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Like, and yeah, it was so great to see my best friend smiling and kind of forgetting like all her troubles Aww. for that night and just playing street fighter yeah we had such yeah. a good i know time. you're listening out there but this is a heart for you yeah 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 it's uh it's one of the great things about video games people shit on video games all the time but video <laughs> games really do bring people together. people shit on video games because they don't have the imagination to escape from their boring lives no <laughs> and that, yeah. i see that more and more like was that people, a good answer yeah yeah i, I liked it was liked that it. an yeah. answer sick now one thing too that they did in this game that i thought was kind of genius is they have a mode for people that don't play a lot of fighting games or aren't good at fighting games. And they also have a mode for people that might have physical um, or yeah, or hearing. Yeah. So they have a, for for uh, players that might be blind, Yeah. they have a sound system that lets you know how close you are to your opponent and if the, if, if they hit connected by a sound system. That's really cool. Oh, it's shit. amazing. Yeah, it's the Accessibility dope. features are great. It's crazy good. But for people who are, are kind of nervous with having to do the half, half move, half move, push a button, whatever. Yeah. It's got some kind of AI thing, and it figures out what the best move for your character to do with that. Oh, you're uh, talking about assistant combos. Assistant combos and everything. So you like, hold... You, you essentially push one button, and it does you, the whole combo. No, no, no. You hold down the trigger, yeah. and then you hit one of the attack buttons. And if you keep hitting certain attack buttons while you hold yeah. down the trigger, yeah. you will create a combo. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'll admit it. I use assistant combos. Why? Because my fucking hands are old, and I have okay. slight carpal tunnel. Yeah. Like, I, I have to use those. Like, I can't... Like, with other fighting games, I can do the combos just fine. But with Street Fighter, especially the classic role, yeah. where it's, like, six buttons. Because yep. it's low punch, medium punch, high punch, low kick, medium kick, high kick. Yeah. Now, if it's four buttons, I'm fine. But with yeah. six, like, my hands don't have that same dexterity anymore. So I do use the assisted combos. And when I beat people online and they bitch about it, my answer is, well, it's in the game, dipshit. Get over it. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> I cheated. Sure, I cheated by using something in the game. <laughs> That's weird. You know, I. It, but honestly, also the assistant combos have helped JV because JV. This is his first fighting game he's yeah, ever yeah. really jumped into. And the assistant combos helped him learn. And I think that's cool. Yeah, I think, I think it's great. A great feature to have for people that might be interested but are intimidated by. Yeah, like what you said, Ryan. It's, it's, yeah, it's and good. It's good for new people. It's good for people like me. We're like, I can't do the same stuff with my hands that I used to. Yeah. I'm almost forty. Like yeah. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> you know, and also like I've I've hurt my hands a lot. Like I've I've probably broken both of my hands at least four times. Oh over. my god. Yeah. So like my hands don't work the way they used to. So those assistant combos like help me still compete. On a level. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I tell people, it's not about knowing the combos. Really, when it comes to Street Fighter, it's about knowing timing. It's about yeah. knowing timing. It's about knowing spacing. And it's about knowing your opponent's character. True. That's really where the strength comes from. Like, true. I don't care how many combos you know. If you go into there with a character you've never played against, you're probably going to get your ass <laughs> You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, but no, not only is like the game itself good, World Tour is amazing. And that is the single-player story mode in Street Fighter VI where you create your own avatar, your own character. And basically in that world, you can fight anybody. Like, if they have a green number above their head, you can challenge them to a fight. That's awesome. Like, there's, like, an old lady, like, picking up melons, and she was, like, level 47. And, uh, I, was, and I was like, let's fight! <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> like, you can fight anybody in the world. Oh, that's cool. Um, you learn moves by uh, meeting the... Uh, Street Fighter cast and they will like mentor you so like whoever your favorite character is you can learn those moves plus you can mix and match too that's really cool I haven't I have yet to check that out I'm excited you're gonna get obsessed with it yeah like because I me and Jamie love it (laughs) I'm excited about it like you it's it I mean it's an open world but the combat it's an RPG but the combat is Street Fighter oh that's cool it's so cool yeah it's so cool and like you know you can uh when you're done with the mode, you can go online and do avatar battles with other people. Cool. Oh, cool. That's yeah. really cool. And well, Crooked, just to wrap this all up. Sure. Um, JV was telling me this out there, but I think this is super cool. Who is the final character you fight in that mode? The level 90 character. Oh, Shin Long. Yep. So, okay. <laughs> so, Shin Long uh-huh. is actually a typo from yep. Street Fighter 2. When Ryu... Uh, if you get like a Ryu victory screen, yep. right? Like if you remember in Street Fighter 2, the winner, you know, looks fine and the loser's all bloodied and stuff and then they have a phrase at the end. Ryu says, you must beat Shin Long in order to beat me. Shin Long was a typo. It was not meant to be a character. But Street Fighter 6 took Shin Long and made him a level 90 boss in World Tour. Oh, that's funny. And not one that you, you have to go look for. Well, what was it supposed to say? So it was supposed to be, you you must learn the art of the Shoto. To beat me, okay. But for some reason, Shing Long is what came <laughs> a out. Bad translation. Yeah, just bad translation. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought, or I thought it was the uh, the uh, you have to be the Shoryuken. Yeah, the Shoryuken. All your Shin Longs are base. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, it was yeah, a fuck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, then, and then, like for the longest time, a lot of people were like. Shing Long is that is that is that Ryu and Ken's original master, which is not true. That's Jin yeah. from uh, SF4. Yeah. But Street Fighter Six was like, you know what? Yeah, let's make him a level ninety boss. Oh, pe- right. Uh, well, back in the day, people ran with that. Sh- like the, the, the uh, game 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 Informer and uh, all different types of places were like running wild with it, going like, oh yeah, you could totally unlock it by doing yep. this stupid series of things. Right, right, right. Send, I totally in, get it. send in your pictures so, of doing it. When East Town Mall was a thing. 
uh, Aladdin's Castle, right? Aladdin's Castle. Yep. So Maybe. I had a God. friend that worked there. Memories. You always try to befriend somebody that works at Aladdin Castle. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, you have to. So we get to stay after after uh, after hours, right? And we played Mortal Kombat too, and we we came up with a character called Spoons. <laughs> which was a ninja made entirely of spoons. Love it. And Love we came it. up with this crazy way of what you had to do to unlock spoons with a Z, by the way. And the next day, <laughs> we started talking about whisper tones going, have you guys heard about spoons? <laughs> and this right, is yeah, still, like trying yeah, to spread it. Where yeah, the yeah. internet is still very, like, in its infancy. Oh, that was the best time for you to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The best time for um, you to do it. And people tried forever. It got to the point... When that version of Mortal Kombat 2 came out where you could actually kill the babies once you turn them into babies, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. they immediately had to, you know, like put in like a like an update to get that out of there. But when we told people, oh my God, we saw that and it killed a baby. People were like, you guys are fucking lying. This is spoons all over again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like they were already burned once. So they yeah, were like, yeah, you're yeah. full of shit. <laughs> but wait, did you see that? In the new Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat 1, if you rage quit now, there's you get a quitality. Shows oh, you, you snap your own neck. So Street Fighter 6 also has a system in place. Uh, What's it do? For rage quitters. So it depends on how many times you do it. Okay. The first time you do it, you get a yellow card. If you have okay. a yellow card next to your username, you can yeah. only play against people that also have a yellow card. Really? Yes. Whoa. Nice. Okay. Now that goes away after like a week. Okay. After you prove that you're a good boy yeah. or girl or yeah, them, yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever it might be. Yeah. I'm trying to be inclusive here. Yeah. Of course. But if you get a red card, it's the equivalent of being banned from the game. Oh, shit. You probably didn't only get to play with red card people or you're completely banned. Uh, from what I hear, you you can only really play the offline modes. Good. After um, that. Oh, shit. Now, there's but, a yeah. certain amount of times that you yep. do it, and they've already run into the situation where there might have been, like, an internet problem yeah. and someone got disconnected. Yeah. And they do let you appeal if okay. you can, like, show them a screenshot of, like, yeah, no, yeah. I didn't rage quit. Yep. I got an error message. And yeah. that's been happening a lot because yeah, Street yeah, Fighter yeah. Six has been booming online. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Like, 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 when you go to, like, Battle Hub, which is, like, their, like, lobby for online, there's, like, 500 players yeah. like, oh, wow. in there. Just, But but it could tell you, like, I saw one where, like, just Sub-Zero grabs his neck and like commit you know basically kills himself right i still think courtney love probably oh. had something to do with it but <laughs> wow courtney love jokes in 2023 ron shipley invented the wheel doing it um but uh but yeah quick i think that's more things they need to do yeah to they need to do that against cheaters yeah. i mean that's the reason i really don't play a lot, so a lot of online here's games the last know. thing that i think is great about street fighter 6 um and it's in the battle hub area is you can play old school fucking video games in the game center. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so every day in the Battle Hub, they give you three classic games, and they switch them up like every day. Oh, that's cool. Like, for example, I think right now we've got Final Fight, the original Final Fight. Uh, We've got Street Fighter Alpha 2. Okay. And then we've got Golden Sword, which was basically a hack and slash tower game. Yeah, yeah. Like an old school game. Uh, They've had Mega Man on there. Wow. They've had, yeah... Um, and they're basically saying, hey, we're bringing out like more titles like as we go along That's here. awesome. Yeah. 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 And it's one of those things like you can go to Battle Hub, you can play Street Fighter 6. You're like, oh, I got frustrated with my last match. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to go play Mega Man. That's awesome. That's cool. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then when you're done oh, with Mega yeah. Man, you go back to Street Fighter. Like, okay. it's so cool. You got to give props to Capcom. And you can play and like you can play Street Fighter 2. You can yeah. play like it's so cool. That's yeah. really you got to give real props like, to Capcom because like they the really knocked it out of the park. Three years, they've they put out some of the best titles in their franchises. Street well, Fighter 6, Resident Evil 4 remake, yeah, Resident, Resident Evil 4 Village. Yeah, Resident Evil 4 was so good. 
Oh, Village yeah. is great. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, I think I think Capcom learned from their mistakes from Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. Five was not very popular. Uh, it actually made me stop playing Street Fighter. And when it released, it was so barren with how much. Yeah, it was like, bad. Well, and the, and the, the, no, uh, the net code was almost uh, non-existent, and yep. like fans had to actually make the fucking net code for it to yep. be usable online. Well, That's and the crazy. problem with Street Fighter Five yeah. is, is it was the first installment that did not feel like Street Fighter. Yeah. Street Fighter Four felt like Street Fighter, but a more updated version. Third yeah. Strike, in my opinion, is the greatest Street Fighter game yeah. of all time. Street Fighter Five was poopy. Yeah, there's pie. a there's a good YouTube uh, channel, uh, Matt McMuscles. Yeah, and he I know did, Matt uh, McMuscles. Yeah. yeah, he did. Uh, well, he not did know, a, but he did yeah. a what happened to uh, Street Fighter Five, and it's uh, super fascinating. Uh, but to wrap this up, does anybody have a quick uh, recommendation they want to do? Well, I my recommendation is Tears of the Kingdom, uh, oh, Legend of God. Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. It is just a delight. I sit. I just recently started it, so I'm new into the beginning of the game, whereas a yeah. lot of people have been playing it for almost two months now. I think, you, um, yeah. And I literally just sit and smile the whole time I'm playing it because it's so delightful. <laughs> I think you were talking, like, I was impressed that you've already done the first dungeon. I didn't do the first dungeon until hour 80. Jesus well, Christ. Well, I'm just starting. I haven't even finished it. I'm, so I'm you were, at, like, just I'm exploring at, the world. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. like, I was, like, going, okay, I'm going to do this now. And then I would see, like, a fucking tunnel over this way, yeah. like a cave. You're like, oh, i got to see what's yeah. over there. Yeah. yeah. I'm normally like that when I play games, but yeah. I, I was on a mission, and I haven't I haven't finished the dungeon. I'm just beginning that first I dungeon. discovered the labyrinths by mistake. I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the labyrinths are crazy. Oh, that's um, cool. <laughs> I've done all three of the labyrinths. Uh, but yeah, it's it's an incredible game. But yeah, that's that's a good it. one. I'm going to recommend a movie, and this is not going to surprise anybody at this table. Across the Spider Verse, of course, uh, of course. I saw it with you. Yep, it was uh, so good, such a good movie. The funniest part was there was this little kid next to me who for, asked me, "Mister, are we allowed to leave the theater?" I was like, "Yes, you're allowed to leave the theater." Right. And he would wander off, come back, fall asleep. Then wander off, and then last time he came back, he had this giant stuffed animal. I have no idea where he got it. He just had a stuffed animal with him for the rest of the movie. But it's fantastic. Uh, if you go, just a word of caution, it does end on a to-be-continued. Mm. Uh, we lost the power 20 minutes into the movie, and we're like 15 minutes without just the darkness, waiting for everything to come back on. That did not ruin the film at all for me. Well, that's good. Uh, I picked it right back up, like right before it cut off. So, yeah. It was perfect. And I, I think they're already talking that Beyond is probably going to get pushed. Like they're saying right now, it's um, next year. Oh, wow. Uh, I bet it's going to get pushed back. Really? Yep. Hmm. But Across Spider-Verse, great movie. Yeah. Okay. I can't wait to see it with my niece and nephew. Yeah. Boston? I am going to recommend, uh, go ahead and try out the demo for Liza P. Oh, um, what is Liza P? Liza P is... So it, it's kind of weird. I, I feel like the Soulsborne genre has stopped becoming necessarily a can we make a better Soulsborne in almost like RPG maker. They're just like, mm. hey, I have a story I want to tell. Can I just just borrow this engine and just dump my story on top of it, please? Thank you. Because like it doesn't. I, I don't know why the story of fucking Pinocchio <laughs> needs to be a <laughs> oh, it's Bloodborne P clone. Is Pinocchio. Uh, P is P is for Pinocchio. Okay. You are playing a real boy. The lies of P. Oh my the god. The lies of P. Okay. And uh, and even when you uh, when you die and it's reloading, it says lying instead of loading. Uh, <laughs> clever. That's cool. Is clever. Geppetto the main villain? Uh, I don't know. I can't. I can't really tell yet. Like the, it's very the blue the blue fairy is trying to talk to you over like intercoms and such. It's really it's it's really dystopian and very uh, uh very Bioshock aesthetically. Yeah. In, in all of the Soulsborne games that I have I have played that are not the originals. This is definitely the most born like in my okay. opinion. 
because it has a lot of the mechanics of, oh, did you parry it? Hit them again to get your health back. Did you dodge it? Hit them again to get your health back. And so it focuses a lot more on get the fuck in there and fight, bitch. It does not not reward you for trying to play defensively at all. Mm. And again, because games come out way too close together, that comes out around the same time as WrestleQuest and Mortal Kombat 1. That's true, yeah. Yeah. And everyone should just understand, you're going to play WrestleQuest. WrestleQuest. Have you seen WrestleQuest, Ken? Of course I've seen WrestleQuest. WrestleQuest looks amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, I like that you can summon the Legion of Doom as a summon. That's so dope. (laughs) All right. Uh, Kendrick. So uh, my recommendation is a bundle of a classic gaming series, uh, Final Fantasies 1 through 6. The Pixel Remasters? Yeah, the Pixel Remasters. They are fantastic. Uh, you get one through six for 40 bucks, which is a steal in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so the first three Final Fantasies story-wise, I mean, that was like, you know, the learning stages yeah. for the Final Fantasy franchise. And they were still trying to make them like Dragon Warrior. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still good gameplay. Yeah. But four and six are what you're buying it for. Okay. Like Final Fantasy four slash two is, you know, that was the first Final Fantasy I ever played. Yeah. And then Final Fantasy VI is by far my favorite Final Fantasy of all time. So good. I personally think Kefka is the best villain from the Final Fantasy yeah. series. And all you Sephiroth people can suck it because you... Your favorite boss is an emo boy. Meanwhile, my favorite <laughs> boss is a clown that literally blew up the fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> Sephiroth's like, ooh, look at my long sword. Kefka's like, look at this dead world that I created. Yeah, look. Yeah, look. Yeah. yeah. That I created. Yes. That I created. Six yeah, and nine yeah. are my favorite. Yeah, I would. Nice. JV's favorite. <laughs> JV's favorite is nine. Also, yeah. yeah, you're a perv. But yeah, JV's favorite is nine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. favorite character from nine is Steiner, by the way. And I think the I pixel remakes are on all consoles now. Because I think they originally started just mobile. But I think now you can get them on consoles. Well, yeah. I, well, I have it on PS5. Okay. I don't know if it's Xbox. I don't think it probably is. Yeah, Just because Final be. Fantasy has always been like Sony exclusive. This is true. For yeah. a while. Yep. So it might be. I don't yeah. know. But if you can get a hold of them, definitely do. I mean, like, it's a retro blast from the past. And if you haven't played Final Fantasy VI, I strongly recommend yeah. it. It's got a great story, like, strong characters. And, like, of all the 16 playable characters, what's great about Final Fantasy VI is you get to really know every single playable character. I and could never get into the Final Fantasy VI. Really? Games. Yeah. You know, it's just like fighters. I've tried yeah. a couple times, like, when Final Fantasy VII came out. Yeah. Um, it was so hyped up and, like... Right. I re- I tried to play it. It was like one it of the hot titles of that for year. me. And well, I never liked the um, turn-based RPG games okay. on the consoles back in the day. Yeah, I never played D and D at that point, so I might could go back and do that now. Right? Yeah. Now that you have thing. that, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna play six, it sounds like but this is the I best way to play six. Michael yeah. play. Well, which one was which one's coming out now? Sixteen. Six. So I watched him play. I guess the last one that came 15. out. Fifteen. And um, I don't know why we had to say fifteen. Like she gets figured out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're just like nervous nerds. And, we just yeah, throw out information. It looked amazing. It looked yeah. great. I, I enjoyed watching him play. Yeah. But I just, I, you know, the, I don't have a connection to the characters, and it's, so, all, it's wait, such and, a long and play franchise. Play Super Mario RPG when it when the remake comes out. I do want to do that. Oh, Super Mario cute. RPG is. Yeah. Have you seen the the remake? Uh, I haven't yet, but I can tell you, I played the shit out of the original. Oh, the trailer. The original so good. The trailer looks beautiful. Yeah, Send me it does. A link. The trailer okay. looks Send me a link. really beautiful. We Mario's a little night. squatty little fat guy. Oh, it's I can't amazing. Worry. It's I really can't uh, worry. Now, now, this remake, is it for consoles? Is yes, it for, it's for yeah. the Switch. Switch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I figured we wouldn't get it. We're getting two Mario. We're getting a new Mario game called Mario Wonder, which looks incredible. It looks so fun. And Mario RPG. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I think because it came out in 96, so it's almost 30 years. Oh, my God. Yeah, wow. Super Mario RPG was 96. The best part for people listening That's at home crazy is for the last, I think, the last segment, maybe, he. 
he's been wearing uh, Kendrick has been wearing his uh, title like over his shoulder. Uh, excuse me, that is the NWA World's Heavyweight Sorry. Championship. Sorry. I was a WWE. It's not fan. just a title. This is NWA. Yeah. The NWA preceded W. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Ric Flair held this sting. <laughs> Love everybody. Brodus uh, Clay. So for the next two months, we're on we're on break, which is probably also why this episode is a little all over the place because we have senioritis. <laughs> we are, you know, we're going off for our summer break. Right. Uh, but we will have. I think we're going to do two episodes, like once for July and once for August. Mark of the moon. Yeah. So we're gonna have that, um, and then when September we'll be back with um, our new season. Boston is actually working on a new graphic for the logo. Which is exciting. Cool. Uh, Mike may be working on a theme song for the show. Cool. Uh, Ooh, well, cool. We have two like new uh, guests, a new we two are, hosts. We are concerned with copyright, finally. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we have some great plans. And of course, Kendrick, thanks for coming on. And thanks for creating this whole thing that we have here. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's like I told you, and I'll, you know, this will, I'll end on this. I will always come back if you want me back. Oh, for sure. This podcast means a lot to me. It's very important. I'm so glad that it's still going. And I'm glad it's in good hands. Like, I know I like to, you know, crack jokes or whatever. Yeah. But honestly, it's in good hands. I think you guys are doing great. I love this new space. Yeah. Like, yes. it's amazing. I mean, this Go is nerd tech. November. Like, Plan November? I'm in November. Yeah. I'll, I'll come in November, yeah. yeah. I mean, because we, we keep it. We usually have we do it for the annually, anniversary. But, but to be honest, but I like. Now I, that we have a, a right. space, it's easier. I want to come more. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do. He said, "Come." Well, in real life more. too, I am single. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we all, we all would like to come more. <laughs> <laughs> but no, in all seriousness, like you know, it's so much fun. And honestly, it's just like, a fun. It's a fun podcast. It is a fun podcast. You know, uh, so many podcasts out there are so serious. Yeah. Sometimes we drafted Game of Chrome characters, so that and was I'm fucking like, cool. Yeah. We're just having fun. Yeah, we're just having a good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing is, like, um, to everybody that's been a part of it, like. Kendrick, Bingy, Boston, uh, Scott, Liz, uh, Sarah, Rose, myself, you, Mike, and CK. It's all been beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that's a great thing, too. It's like we do this creative thing. And a lot of times when you have like a lot of creatives like working together, there is a little bit of like bashing, <laughs> bashing of heads oh, there. Is there? Right. <laughs> I think yeah. I know that yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And it's not really ever happened with this. Which is great. Like, as far as I've been involved, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but once again, thanks. Uh, let's let Boston wrap this up, or I'll just go on for another 10 hours. Once again, thank you, Christopher, for coming out and uh, joining the show tonight. Jamie, thank you for filling in uh, at the last minute. And Ryan, you're just the best. Aw. Uh, thank you all, Internet, for coming out and joining us. We are BRBFK, and we will see you all in the next episode. And Scott, please start putting this <laughs> into a calendar. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to, I guess, a very special segment of uh, Big Bingy Theory um, regarding the anniversary of this beloved show of ours. Has it really been that long for this show? Like, it, wow, wow. <laughs> I, yeah, I never would have thought that, like, this little silly show of ours would uh, be continuing for as long as it has, and um, honestly, I, I, I can't think... Um, the people that watched it and the people um, behind the scenes um, that kept this uh, this 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 silly little video game entertainment show um, going for as long as it has. When this uh, when the first idea of uh, the show came about, um, it was during the time when uh, 
when I was uh, part of uh, Stage Diver Radio uh, years ago, and um, one of the ideas that um, <clears throat> that the um, person in charge uh, uh, had was a video game podcast because he was a, a big gamer, and um, I myself, you know, as I've said thousands of times before on the show, that I uh, I love video games. It's always been my go-to uh, comfort for anything, um, and uh, because of uh, where I was living at at the time with uh, my uh, with my buddy uh, Chase Dyer, uh, formerly of of um, highest fucklander uh, fame. <laughs> He got me into uh, listening to podcasts because of uh, what he was listening to at the time, and um, and a couple of them like were just like they were just funny like comedians, offensive comedy, that kind of thing, and uh, that was the first time I ever noticed this thing that's called podcasting. You know, I've I always heard about it, but I just you know I I didn't really pay much attention to it. And, um, yeah, if it wasn't for Chase, like, like playing like Legion of Skanks uh, <laughs> in the background, um, that was the name of the podcast. Uh, I probably wouldn't have not like gotten interested into this, this genre of podcasting that, um, I'm now a part of today. So I just, I went up to, um, to the guy who was in charge of uh, stage driver and, uh, basically, uh, was just like, yeah, I want to, I would like to do this video game podcasting thing. Cause you know, I love video games and I love talking about them. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and it was, again, uh, this is, a, uh, I give big props to, uh, Chase, uh, for this idea, uh, to bring in Jake Kendrick in because, uh, he at the time was, uh, you know, still like a game. He was, a gamer and everything. I think he's, he still is. I, I haven't talked to him for a while, <laughs> but, um, he, uh, uh, Chase brought up the idea. He went to, then Chase went to Jay and then Jay said yes. And then thus began, uh, the first iteration of the show, which was J and B's DLC. And, um, as somebody who was like learning how to, uh, produce a podcast on the fly and everything, um, I got, I'll be honest, I was nervous as shit. Like, for me, like, when trying out the, 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 uh, the, the volumes and everything, all the little contraptions that you have when it comes to mixing and, uh, audio sounding and all that for podcasting, I was, to me, that was, like, the equivalent of handling, um, a film or, a, a, like, a, a big-ass camera with, like, film inside of it and then told, and then telling me to, uh, uh, film like the most expensive scene in the entire like in the entire film it, it, it was like it was nerve-wracking for me at the time <laughs> but I had uh, a good feeling about it with Jay's like energetic personality uh his his presence when it comes to uh just like uh not just through not just through his stand-up but also through his like his 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 tone his voice his his timing everything about it was just great and uh put in with my with my uh my way of thinking of like in a robot way of like how video games are and like the the themes and the think between the lines kind of stuff because that's really all i wanted to like bring to this podcast was like conversations uh talks about classic games uh talks about classic movies really anything entertainment wise we were just uh we wanted, we love having conversations like that, and uh, especially me, I love having like conversations with like friends of mine who are like gamers like me, 
and we can talk about this kind of stuff where it's like we uh not only just from a like a fun gameplay thing but like the the people that we surround ourselves with when we play like uh party games or the moments when you play a um uh horror video game in terms of like uh when it comes to jump scares uh, when it comes to certain dramatic moments that made you feel emotional, uh, you know, like that to me was like the best parts of playing the video game. The gameplay stuff and everything, that's great. But to me, having a great story on top of it, or at least a decent story, makes up for a game that could last for a lifetime. And then when we jumped ship and we decided to uh, go from uh, to another studio at the time, um, with Outlander Media, we, uh, like, I uh, immediately knew that if we were going to do this, and with Jay um, getting out of the show and everything because of personal reasons, um, I knew that I was going to have to find like uh, at least somebody that I know can like bring a little bit of like energy to it, but not just like energy, but also like a bit of like a, a homebody kind of personality, a person that you can just, you can talk to, like sit down and have a conversation, have a nice conversation with and play a video game on top of that. And not only that, but be one of the funniest guys that I've ever met, like you, <laughs> I myself have ever met. And uh, I knew from that point on, if I was going to uh, have another co-host, I wanted it to have, I wanted it to be uh, Ryan Shipley. Ryan is like, I mean, what else can what else can I say about the guy that hasn't already been said? Uh, he's 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 a teddy bear. I, he's such a very sweet guy, and I knew with his with his sweet personality and his knowledge of like of, of video games and movies, uh, it, it would make a great thing. And then add on top of that, Boston McCown, who is like not only like one of the funniest like uh, standups I've seen um, on stage, and uh, also a person that knows his shit when it comes to technology um his personality on top of that was uh was i think like the next best thing on top of this already good like already awesome sandwich that we have <laughs> and um and i appreciate everything that those two have like uh, have done for this show um even after i had to uh, leave after um for personal reasons uh for a while before i came back um, I really like appreciate the fact that they like not only those two, but uh, the addition of Scott Arnold uh, into the show as well, um, is has been phenomenal. And and like listening to it, um, like on the episodes that I wasn't on before I came back was just it was nice to know that like this 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 show was still going on, the spirit of it was still going on, and to have like those three on top of it, like I knew that this was. I knew the show was in good hands. So yeah, it's 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 unreal to me that the show has been going on for as long as it has, um, and uh, the the amount of good times that we've had with each other, all the uh, the laughs, all the uh, the the ideas, the the concepts that Ryan has come up with. So uh, to end this on a uh, on a nice note, um, thank you. Uh, thank you, Ryan, Boston, Scott, for uh, keeping the show going uh, and bringing some smiles. And not only that, but just bringing some good, wholesome geekiness to uh, to the podcasting world. And uh, thank you again for keeping the show going. And also thank you, the listener. 
all the listeners for uh, for listening to this silly show of ours. Uh, it really means a lot to know that there is an audience out there. Um, hell, I, w- I, I, I was even ha- I would have been happy to just have one listener. You know, to me, having just one person listen to the show was enough for me. And uh, to know that it's reached uh, the people that it has and uh, and people who actually like to listen to our silly little opinions and our lists and uh, and our thoughts and views on anything entertainment. Um, it's really it's really awesome. And uh, thank you. Thank you, listeners, again for for this. I really appreciate it. So yeah, I think that about does uh, does it for this little uh, this little anniversary uh, segment of ours. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll come back next time and I will be talking about the Flash. So until next time, this is Bingy. Keep on gaming. <laughs>